Hoist and Heavies is recorded on location with Josh and Ed. All beers are tasty until proven not tasty in this podcast. Listener discretion advised. We're back, we're back, we're back. Yeah. In the shab facet. That's that, that might need a little work. Yeah, I need to refine that a little I, bit. I see where your heart's at. We have a blank slate. We yeah. need to adopt some lyrics or something. Yeah. Some, well, I don't want to ruin the catchy tune. No, I mean, that, yeah, don't, we, don't want to, we don't want to be uh, putting that imprint on it for no. a long time. No. Yeah. No. no. Yeah, we want people to actually continue to listen. Yeah, so that's probably a good excuse. Yeah. Hey, Joshua, how you doing, man? Good, Edward. How are you doing today? Ah, uh, living that DREAM. You know, it is a good day. Why? It's, because it's not a hundred degrees outside. Yeah, it was supposed to be. Because it's apocalyptic outside. Because we have uh, now some nice cover. I mean. It's cover. I shouldn't say nice cover because that means that uh, the forest is burning down. So well, we we're getting some um, some we, smoke smoke screen, pretty much. Like most things, every little bit of good comes with a lot of bad. Yep. The little bit of good that we're going to take, again, glass half full kind of guy, yep. is that it's 80 degrees, not 100, even though it's supposed to be. Mm-hmm. Granted, the sky definitely is representative of an apocalyptic end of the world kind of day. Mm-hmm. California's on fire, but what else is new this time of year anyway? That's kind of become the it's new It's been norm. like, I think, five years running now six years running yeah well even on these last round of fires it was it's been interesting because last year when we had these big fires there was like 31 days there like the whole month of july where you did not see any blue in the sky yes. it was and there was yeah. ash falling from ash the sky falling, and it was actually smoky the air index was horrible terrible the aqi was yeah. like it was at the level in which we had to mandate masks outside with work just because, not because of COVID, but because of yeah. the, the air quality. Air quality, yeah. So at least with this one, it's moving the air to some degree. We've got a little bit of clear days in between some of these murky days. But, but it is you know, very humid. It's very humid. Humid, yes. yes it does. Very humid. But, it definitely uh, feels like swamp ass kinda, out here. And it's kind of throwing a wrench in the old uh, harvest plan right now. We want some yeah. dry days for them yeah. uh, nuts on the tree, but yeah. hey, open up. We've, we've survived. So uh, n- nothing worse than other people that are dealing with that crap up there. So, exactly. I mean, exactly. sucks. There's people losing their houses and stuff. So Yeah, it could sucks. be a lot worse. We, yep. Our heart goes out to you folks. Yep. We'll, we'll do our part down here yep. and try to keep you guys entertained. But, mm-hmm. man, I can't really make light of that. That's a yep. tough one. Yep. Anyway, we got, a, we got an original. Uh, member here in the Shab and Bassett today. Walter is back. What's up, Walt? What's going on, guys? Hey, hey, what are we here hey. for? Do we know what we're here for? We do. We <laughs> do. Do we know this time? <laughs> we remember. We should uh, specify. So, Walt is back for a specific reason. Very a, specific. Well, there's two reasons, really. A, the first reason, uh, because we always love having him in Shab and Bassett. Mm-hmm. The second reason mm-hmm. is because we um, we talked about it. We recorded our canning day episode from the hoist and heavy haze and because this was ed and josh's first time at a canning day uh we took liberties to continue to drink the reject beers because a there's nothing wrong with them and b because they taste so good and by the time we were done we were probably about seven heavies deep 
Yes, I would say that. Plus, there was extracurricular beers also in, throughout the day, right. and yep. possibly not the most amount of foundation was being put down in no. the bellies. Um, so that didn't help. Um, yeah. Plus, it was just a real fun time, and we need, we oh already know God. that when you get excited about something, <laughs> you just kind of overdo it. Yeah. Well, easy we've does proven it. that a few times. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Some more than others. <clears throat> Sorry, <clears throat> speaking of myself, <laughs> not to, not to speak for you guys, speaking purely for myself on that. But uh, we did have Walt in the day of the the, the our canning episode which mm. we uh recorded about two and a half maybe three hours worth no, of material it was, no it was a solid two hours it was hours. two hours, it was, it was okay. two hours because okay. there was a time limit and uh paul came in paul That's was right. here too paul so that was in. nice and it was supposed to be a release uh basically on the day that we were having the the, the release drop, party the release exactly. party that was the plan so i think everybody might be confused about whatever happened because there was never this official like podcast that said we're really yeah. canning it. day release hoist and heavy days release yeah. yeah drop that yeah. yeah which was supposed to happen but but as you know from our format you know everybody's still looking for episode one right which is a golden episode mm-hmm. and yeah so i mean we're a little unorthodox and stuff like that but the good thing was is that now that one actually was lost it was lost we thought that it never got recorded yes because there were some technical things that had happened Mm -hmm. the sd card may or may not have been pulled prior prior to to me hitting the the record button to finalize the file Mm -hmm. to Mm -hmm. finish out but the nice thing was that it was a surprise once we did the next the jake episode i think is when it got put on the sd reappeared and i was i swear i was it was one of those moments you know when you Man, I've been looking this. I looked in this spot like 19 times. Right, it's not yeah. here, and then suddenly the 20th time, it's <laughs> there. Up. Yeah. Okay. Now I'm gonna I'm gonna jump in here because I had some relief when I found out that it was deleted, <laughs> purely because I was totally shit faced. Let's just let's just say I want to say Josh from a because I'm the only one that's listened to it. Right. Back. Yes. And, sure. I, and yes. I haven't listened to the whole thing yet. I've jumped around a little bit, and it was great because I'm pretty sure I think I the first thing I told Josh that I'd found it was that you pretty much sound the same in the beginning that we always sound like at the end. Right. All the way Which through. Which never <laughs> bodes well. No. Never bodes well. It's okay if you start very clear and crisp and concise, but then, you know, we always expect the, you know, last hour to be, or last half hour to be a little fuzzy sometimes, right, a little right. bit of slurry, a little, slurry. Bit, of, yeah, yeah, that's my, little that's bit of talking over. My, my speech impediment. Yes. So when you told me that, I immediately got the Sunday scaries. Like, I was like, oh, here it goes. Here we go. This is going to be I said, okay, before we even think about releasing this, I, I would like to hear it for myself. I still have not done that. Mm-hmm. So I think now that we have found it, maybe we should put it in the vault oh yeah along there with episode one Mm -hmm. and if we ever get our you know our shit together and we decide to build out a patreon or something make it accessible yeah because again you know you want to come in you want to hear some good content you don't want to hear just an entire slosh of a show you want to hear something (laughs) you know kind of mount you know build up feel like you're getting that nice feel like there's actually some bones to it yeah Yeah, exactly yeah but you did mention or walt mentioned to me today when i picked up that last call citrus egg keg that's now on the the kegerator well the kegerator is now full of some citrus egg that's awesome exactly yeah so very very clutch by the way you guys don't normally do that for patrons so thank you so much for letting us do that we will pitch that every time that we, don't, we are we don't normally brew beers with our uh, our guests either so <laughs> that's true. true that is very true we've gone all over unorthodox <laughs> yeah. so yeah um but he mentioned to me he said that you had told him last night when you guys were at the tap room that uh that 
at the end or when you jumped ahead that the same slurry speech in which I started with yes. kind of was consistent throughout the end. Consi- you basically, the consistency went through. The problem is I didn't list, probably didn't listen long enough to see it was actually, if it was coherent, I mean, not, oh, you know, okay. if it tied together. <laughs> okay. But this, the same kind of uh, the pitch and mm-hmm. slurriness mm-hmm. and whatever else yeah. was still speech there. So right, it was, right. uh, you okay. had, you had maintained a good effort of, Main, maintenance Main, throughout yeah. all the way out consistency <laughs> yes. and the only reason Good. why it, it it did it, it skylined itself was because the rest of us weren't that bad when we started right and then yeah. we i think we caught i probably caught up with you a little bit but i think even at that time too i was kind of on a short leash as well but yeah, yeah i think so i think yeah. you guys both had places to be yeah. i yeah. Uh, yeah. You're, you're at home, <laughs> you're you're at home. home. <laughs> so there's really nobody no, can blame yeah, you no yeah what yeah. are you gonna do yeah nonetheless but, we're back for round two folks yes yeah. we're gonna do it we want to give you guys the information straight from the horse's mouth. We're back. We want to do a canning episode, uh, version two. Mm-hmm. Uh, Sober Sally, drink some heavies with us as we go through this because we have tried to lay this out. Uh, we've now got Walton, the Shabin Bassett. We'd like to uh, we'd like to give it another shot. So with that, Walt. Heavy alert! Heavy alert! Heavy alert! What do we uh, What do <laughs> we alert. have on the heavy? Well, in the uh, in the spirit of the Hoist and Heavy Haze episode, yeah. the, the final of the trilogy, I guess you'd call it, I cracked open a Hoist and Heavy Haze. Nice. Can. Beautiful. Yeah, I, I, I'm, I'm, I'm happy to get back in here, uh, not just to hang out with you fellas, but to, uh, I think it's a really, I think we got some really interesting information and a very interesting perspective from the two of you about beer from its conception to its packaging and then now since we're past the release you know seeing people enjoy it and buying cans yeah. and yeah. saying they really like it so i hope that we can touch on some of that again and, and give an insight to your listeners who a lot of them are regulars at our tap room right on a on a i guess a regular joe's perspective if you will on coming up with the beer brewing a beer cellaring a beer canning a beer drinking a beer exactly the entire experience entire experience the other thing i'm really looking forward to having you in here is with you being the head brewmaster in people are going to tell you certain things that they're not going to tell us because they don't want to hurt our feelings and they may be more (laughs) open to telling you so i would love to get some of you know your guys customer feedback uh from a brewmaster perspective from things that you've heard from other vendors that you guys have worked with that that have been able to sell some of this product and just see Again, come up with a with a with a decision. Not a decision. I don't want to put that on you, but a feeling as if maybe, yeah, uh, we've now got enough out there to see if you know we want to make a round two on this thing. Oh, you mean you the, feedback. the feedback? The feedback. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, everything yeah. I've heard has been positive. Uh, I know the the turnout for the for the release party was was pretty awesome. That was mm-hmm. sweet. That's yeah. been one of our busier days recently. Uh, yeah. you know, getting things back rolling with uh, yeah. with things reopening. So. Yeah. I've heard I've heard nothing but really good things. Uh, of course, there's a little tiny things here and there that I would tweak and make better. Yeah, and right. I think that never ends, though. And exactly. I do think it's a beer that I can see us brewing again. Sweet. I, I think it tastes great. I think it looks great. It smells great. Everyone seems to like it when they drink it. Uh, mm-hmm. So yeah, I'm 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 really happy with how it came out. I think that the majority of our feedback has been very positive Sweet. and that could just be because people like the beer or um, that could be because they like you or it could be both. <laughs> there's nothing wrong with either. Hey, you know, so, I'll take it. Sweet. I'll take it all. Yeah. Whatever sure. it takes, whatever we it did takes. get some of this beer up to, uh, I think some of this beer went up to Sacramento in can. So there oh. are people who have no idea what last call brewing is, who 
have drank it and from what we've seen seem to like it so awesome good. nice good. just into some of the like some of the storefronts up there yeah or? so okay. we, we have a few accounts that we we uh sell cans and in, in, uh so no we don't have we don't have cakes but we sell cans too every now and then okay um one of them being uh cap tap which is a taproom bottle shop right there and they are actually celebrating i think it's their ninth anniversary on saturday oh wow um, nice. so there yeah shout out to those guys nice. yeah got some awesome stuff going on up there write that down props boys um, yeah a few other <laughs> few other things a uh, few other accounts up there and it, it's been positive for the most part so uh, yeah i think can tap cap cap tap cap capital tap, tap, tap capital tap room cap tap the, well, t- yeah. t- 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 come on, right? i know yeah you got the you got the yeah. better pad well i was gonna bring i was gonna bust Bust out my notepad. We're gonna. We're slowly learning. We are. It's we been. Are. We, we, it's been improving even over the last two guests and the and the posts that have come with. Sorry, that was the package in which those uh, yeah. the Dutch the Dutch beer that the, we received it, came it, in. So not the Dutch beer. Well, the beer made by a by Dutch, a Dutch American, man. Exactly. Dutch American. Exactly. <laughs> which we'll talk about here towards the end of this thing because I want to give him a mad yeah. shout out. Our listeners are kicking ass, dude, and they're sending us beers. That was always the goal if we can get some listeners to send us some beers that we can taste from outside the area fantastic home brews or you know micro brews whatever all right so let's get into the let's get into the can day itself it started off ed and i showed up ed was a little hungover i was not uh we got there uh you guys had already been going on Mm -hmm. some stuff Tell us about uh, the group that you guys have in the can with you, and tell us a little bit about the setup process. Yeah, so we uh, we we can with a couple different mobile canners. You know, the mobile can companies will you schedule an appointment with them for them to come out. They bring the canning line, the labeler, everything. They take it out of their trailer, set it up in the brewery, hook up to your tanks, fill a bunch of cans with beer, and then clean it up, pack it back up, and leave when they're done. Mm-hmm. Um, it's really helpful for breweries our size. Even breweries that are a bit bigger use use mobile canning lines uh, for a few different reasons. The main one being that a can line itself is pretty pricey just to purchase. But right. but further than that, you've got to have someone to maintain it. You've got to have someone to operate and run it. Oh, yeah. So not only are you purchasing a piece of equipment, but along with that piece of equipment is generally another one or two full-time employees that you've got to pay to make sure it runs properly. And exactly. you're not and you're not canning all the time, right? Yeah, you're only exactly. doing it periodically. Exactly. So it makes sense yeah. business-wise to have this outsourced and definitely bring it in when you're we, ready to we can probably once on average once every six weeks i would say mm-hmm. um it's been once a month and then it's been once every two months so i'd say probably once every okay. month, every mm-hmm. six weeks or so Makes we do sense. some cans uh to sell in our tap room into different accounts and so the company that we worked with for the hoist and heavy haze beer when we canned that when, when you guys came in was called alchemy okay. canning yep they're out of stockton nice. um, jose and, and his his guys there uh run a pretty cool business they're really really nice guys they do a really good job there uh, they just started you know they've only been around i think maybe a year maybe a little bit more than that um, but they're they're getting things dialed in and, and they're really understanding their craft if you will yeah. um very quickly i think so we've worked with them i think five or six times now uh, there's another company that's more well-known called The Canvan. They've been around for 10 years. Oh, wow. Uh, we've worked with them as well in the past. Um, uh, it's just you know, different different size can runs. Certain companies need a minimum met before they'll come out. Other companies don't have the, as high minimum. So just Yeah, it just determines on what we're doing and, and who we work with. Uh, but yeah, Al- Alchemy Canning out of Stockton was who was there when we 
yeah. canned this beer when you guys came in and mm-hmm. and got to see the whole the whole process. Yeah, yeah, that was. I don't want to say that was like I said. Shout out to Alchemy because those guys were. It was great. I mean, it was awesome. They let us poke around, check stuff out. You know, a little bit of quizzing here and there, just mm-hmm. checking stuff. I mean, just it was it was awesome. It was and, cool, and it ran like a fine tune machine. I mean, yeah. they, I mean, they they minimized the losses. They kept things you know feed it fed and and rolling and rolling and really, I mean, once you get going. There's no stopping. Once you're starting to, you know, work down on that barrel, you are really trying to keep the consistency, keep the momentum, and just finish it out. Yeah, um, yeah. I think we, uh, I think that, that their canning line, I think it's averages something like uh, uh, ninety or hundred cases an hour or something like that. Oh yeah, so, pretty dumb. You know, we we yeah. we normally do hundred to hundred and. 80 cases somewhere in there depending on what beers we're canning and that's the total run that thing that we would do and so they come in they set up and we're probably running for two maybe two and a half hours okay. and, they, and then we're done they and break it, down and, and they go a case is 24 correct case is 24 cans 24 cans yeah or six four mm-hmm. packs yeah um, yeah so and roughly about 10 cases per barrel mm-hmm. uh, per beer barrel and you know we we roughly our yield has gotten a lot better um, with us understanding our process and how to condition the beer and get it ready for canning. And once again, with a guy like Jose learning his can line and understanding how, how it runs and to get it to run smoother and minimize loss, increase yield, and kind of maximize our efficiency. Now, your guys' cold tanks, you guys are on a 10-barrel system, correct? Correct, yes. Okay, so this is a question that I want to clear up for, for those people that are learning uh, a lot about this with us. When we refer to something as a barrel, we also mean like a standard keg, correct? Almost. So a beer barrel is 31 gallons. 31, okay. Yeah, so in brewing 10 barrel batches, we brew 310 gallons at a time. Yep. Uh, 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 what most people consider a standard keg is called a half barrel keg. So okay, 15, so 15 and, and a half, and half gallons. gallons. Gotcha. Yeah. Thank you for the clarification. Uh, it's all starting to make sense now. Yes, exactly. <laughs> well, so I mean, when you, you say know, 10 barrels, you're talking 20 half kegs. 20 half 20, barrel yeah, kegs. Yeah, 20 big kegs. 15 yeah, gallon kegs. Exactly. Yeah. Um, so if you're doing a keg stand, you're doing it off of a half a barrel. <laughs> generally, or generally. A, you know, a half That's barrel what I was keg. Gonna, I was just going to say all the high school knowledge starts coming out because everybody's like, how many beers are in this keg? How many beers did we drink last night off that keg? How many... Coors Lights did we drink? Yeah, it's exactly. Like, oh, and then you, everybody got their math out, and they're like, "Oh yeah, it's just this much." And he's like, "But there's always loss. There's always, like, loss. Yeah, yeah. there's always loss. There's always loss. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But, comes yeah. with this. Comes with the territory. Yeah. That, that's everywhere. That's you know not just pouring beer, but it's it's making beer. It's oh, you, yeah. you lose some to you know trub and and you know mm-hmm. or what's left over the solids from the hops or oh, yeah. yeast or protein that you don't yeah. want. We um, we found out that the beer gods do get quite a bit while they do. we're they do uh, take we're some. They, yeah. do take some. <laughs> they get a lot for the home. Necessary sacrifice. Yeah. For sure. Oh, do, absolutely. Does it just does it just like bite your ass when you you know see a, a a pour and there's just like a lot ahead of it and they're just tossing it down the drain and then refilling it back uh, up? I mean, or do you expect them to the get back there and right? tweak it down a little bit on think, the CO two? I do think there's an art to pouring beer. Uh, I, I, the thing that irks me the most is when people who pour beer don't know that you shouldn't put the faucet in your in your beer <laughs> that that's what gets me the most but besides that you know if if the beer is, is handled properly up until where it gets served then beer tenders should have a pretty easy time pouring a solid yeah solid beer with you know a good finger and a half or two of head on it exactly i i think our, our beer tenders at our tap room do a really good job they're and, pretty you know, good and yeah. and jake and, and Ron do a really good job keeping our CO2 system down there in line. Yeah. Because every beer is different, right? Every beer is carb to a different level. Every exactly. beer is 
denser or thinner or thicker or whatever the case is so you've got every beer doesn't pour at the same rate you know and so you've got to make sure that all your lines are dialed into whatever's going through that tap so that you can you can pour a good beer exactly so you got the canning line in alchemy comes in they get all set up what's the setup so they run a it's i believe an alpha brewing canning line okay um and it is a a feeder so you know they they load a bunch of the cans on this <clears throat> tray that feeds into the fill heads the fill heads there are five fill heads on the canning line they come down into the empty cans purge it with co2 first yep right so that you get all the oxygen or at least push most of the oxygen up and out of the uh, out of the can because once beer is finished and ready oxygen mm-hmm. is its biggest enemy right oh, yeah. yeah the moment oxygen is introduced you start to get beer that oxidizes it goes flat it tastes really bad tastes like cardboard it starts to turn color mm-hmm. uh, so you, and you try to avoid that so that's what that that co2 purge is for yeah um, after that then the fill heads come down and they fill the cans with beer uh, you can set a specific weight to you know a certain amount of time for each fill head that will get the can to a certain weight mm-hmm. and once you fill the cans they run through a seamer you know they get a lid on them it gets seamed and then there's actually a scale in line that if the beer can that is on that scale doesn't meet the minimum weight you set on the computer for right. the canning line right. it kind of drops it out of the, of a chute <clears throat> and it, it it goes to the side and therefore you know that's not a can that we're gonna sell because it, it's not full, right? You don't right. want to do that. Hence, why I got wasted. And then those are yeah, those are, those are the, the, the low fills or the rejects that you you end up drinking afterwards because yep. the beer's still fine, yeah, right? It still tastes as fine. long as you drink them, you know, within a few days, yeah, yeah. it's not going to be a big deal. No, but you don't want to sell someone a yeah. beer that's light. Exactly. You know, they want them to get what they pay for. So after they go through the seamer and the scale. Uh, they go through the labeler. Uh, so, you know, we set up our roll of labels on this conveyor belt. And as they run, through, the cans run through the conveyor belt, they get a label put on them. Yep. Uh, after the labeler, they go over a date coder. A date coder mm-hmm. just prints um, ink on the bottom, yeah, yep. just, just on the bottom of the can. So we can all see what people can look and see how fresh the beer is, you know, when it was canned. And then after that, we, we package them up in flats or, yep. you know, cardboard trays and and throw four pack holders on them and put them in the cold box yeah, which is what you guys did exactly on yeah, yeah. when yeah, we were canning the haze Manu- manuel labor is manuel what we, labor. Yeah, that's yeah, what we, we did great we did best although i that. didn't i didn't get to do what i really wanted to do was stick my forehead on that date thing i did want to see you get that done the cool thing i do i really dig that seamer too the way that i would describe the way that looks is the can tops are loaded in this thing like a revolver cylinder yeah and so as that thing is turning and clicking it yeah. sounds like you're reloading yeah. And it just drops them down. <laughs> yep. Drops them on top. They get yeah. just sealed in right and nice and tight. Yeah. And it's like fun a, to watch. I like mean, it's like good. if you were into um, erector sets as a kid, mm-hmm. it's like a grown up beer lover's version of an erector set. Oh, yeah. With yep. Little fancy digital we've, things and, here and there. It's a really it's cool, cool machine to watch it, work. Oh, yeah. yeah. And we've been over this before that the brewery alone with all this food grade stainless is just so shiny. I know. And so beautiful. Mm-hmm. And it's a man's all version of a diamond. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Give me something stainless. Yeah. Babe. <laughs> food grade stainless, please. <laughs> beautiful. It's beautiful. Yeah. So anyway, but it was, that was, a, it was a great day and it was, I mean, everybody's, everybody's in a good mood, right? Right. Oh, I mean, yeah. And it's, everybody's, it's an awesome it's, and it's a cool thing, especially for us too, that day was that, we were watching our beer getting canned, you know, mm-hmm. and it was it was really cool because that was like the thing. It's like 
cool. It's now it's in a can with a badass label and it's ready to roll. Exactly. And I think that was well, I think that was the coolest thing about the actual the OG Can Day uh, podcast was that was the first time we had cracked exactly like, the uh, very first hoisted heavy, heavy can. Yeah, haze on on the podcast. So, yeah. but anyway, uh, yeah. besides the, that, so give. Uh, our audience some context while we've said time and time again you know and you've mentioned us canning day is the most fun Mm -hmm. tell us in your words about like the atmosphere what makes it such an enjoyable day like like line that up paint a picture so in in kind of vibing with what ed was just saying about our beers going into cans and that's really cool to see the first can run last call did as a brewery you know, we, the owners were there, you know, I believe all four of them were there. I was there. It, it kind of, it was a big moment for us as a brewery. And so that day we all got a little drunk too, uh, just because, you know, you're, you're excited. Hey, yeah. this is a new step for the brewery. We're yeah. going to be able to get our beer so many more places Oh yeah, because those cans can go a lot further than kegs for right. a few different reasons. The yeah. main one being, you don't have to worry about going back and picking, picking up a keg. So exactly. if you take a trip to Sacramento or, up to you know somewhere in Tuolumne, Calaveras County, you don't have to make that trip again mm-hmm. unless you unless they want more to buy more beer from you. Exactly. So so it's a really really big step for for us at least in terms of getting our beer to people. Uh-huh. Uh, and so that was exciting. Hey, we we got beer in a can like that kind of makes us feel like we've got our big boy pants on, you know. Yeah. Um, and so I had that same excitement, the first can run we ever did. And it doesn't go away very much. Yeah. And so it's an exciting day because it's normally I'm at I'm just at the brewery by myself, right? Mm-hmm. Mira's there with me usually about half the week, my, my assistant brewer. Uh, and then every now and then, you know, one of the owners will pop in and, and hang out and chat and see what's going on, you know. And, and, and Jake comes by the tap room often, but I've most of the time I'm there by myself. I've got my headphones on. I'm working. I'm yeah. sweating. It's hot in there. Yeah. And on a, on a can run day for the most part the the team gets there because they 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 want to help they want to see what's going on they want to have one or two of those you know light filled beers and, and enjoy it themselves so the, the atmosphere is one of hey we're all here to to help we're all here mm-hmm. to be a part of oh yeah the packaging of the beer yeah. and, the, and the the guys who run the can line are super friendly they're fun to get along with right you know we we throw them some beers every time that we do a can run with them and whatever we can that day we'll give them a few four packs of everything just so they can take it home and enjoy it and maybe share it with another brewery they go to you know they go to another brewery and they're like hey man that ipa that you guys canned last week was really good so i brought some up to this guy up in you know wherever and and he really liked it too and and, that that's why we make beer yeah is to have people drink it and yeah. enjoy it and and putting it in cans is is i think one of the best ways to be able to have people enjoy it because it can go so far uh, and so i don't i wasn't surprised i expected you guys to both get drunk because i'm like this is this is their first can day you know like this is yeah their, that was this the is, exact reason <laughs> yeah. that was the, no i meant the only reason why we got the only reason no uh, yeah but that's buzzy mcgee yeah it's just, it's a it's a, a big a day that requires a bit of teamwork it um, does on my side it's a day that requires a, a quite a bit of logistics and planning uh, more so than normal because everything that we're going to put in cans you know we've got a have them ready at the same time on the same day. And we've got to balance that with, we don't want beer sitting in a tank for a week and a half right. ready and waiting for the can run because 
that's a week and a half of, of dead tank time that is costing money, mm-hmm. right? That Taking we can, up space. Exactly. Yeah. So, I, you know, I try my best to pl- whatever beers we're canning to, to schedule them and plan them to where everything is ready, you know, a day or two before the can run. So we've got a day or two to adjust our carbonation, which is generally the last thing that we're doing mm-hmm. to make sure the beer's dialed in. And then that tank is only sitting idle for that day or two. And once we run all the cans out of it and we fill the rest of the kegs, it's empty. I can put another beer in it. So it's also sort of a culmination of everything came together. That's awesome. Like I, maybe I'm good at my job kind of, you know, like, so it feels good (laughs) in that sense too. So I think that's why that atmosphere is such a, it's such a positive one. The buttoning up of the, the final steps. Yeah. Yeah. I, I will say, you know, before our first can run, my, I had a, a dream, I guess a nightmare you'd call it, um, <laughs> that we, you know, we were planning on canning about 150 cases, which is, <clears throat> excuse me, about 15 barrels. And we were doing three different beers, about 50 cases of each. So when I woke up, I was terrified because in my, my nightmare, we we emptied all those tanks and we had 10 cases of beer at the end of it because everything went on the ground and nothing was going right. And, and so I was like, Oh goodness. So that, that first one I was like, Oh no, I can actually figure out how to do this. And so it's, it's a, it's a sense of relief. It's a sense of, uh, accomplishment, man. It's it's everything. Everyone's there to hang out and and help out and, and see, and you know, that many more people are going to get to enjoy the beer. So in a very long winded way to answer your question, that's why, that atmosphere is so positive and so for the most part we've not run into a day where we've had a lot of issues thankfully yeah um, knock on the wood there <laughs> yeah. um because i've run into issues everywhere else in the brewery and you know it's a headache and sometimes you just want to go home and say you know screw it screw it i'm, I'm right. not doing this today i'm doing it tomorrow yeah. uh, <laughs> but we've not run into that with our cameras so they've been they've been really positive for us and it's a really fun day as you guys as here, you know, here. So. Yeah, yeah, no, yeah. for sure. I'm hey, account. Oh, sorry. Obviously, ahead, just you hear it first. You you meet a dedicated brewmaster when he's having nightmares about things going wrong. And <laughs> I was just going to touch on that because your version of a nightmare and mine are two entirely different things. <laughs> Not to get off on a complete tangent, but I was telling Ed the other day about one of my dreams that I had, and I was I don't know what it is about my dreams lately, but like I'm the bad guy, like legitimately, <laughs> like waxing people you know straight Uh-oh. up like committing you know homicides oh, and stuff and then going on the run yeah well uh-huh. no, that's at the end of the dream that's a, that's a different dream that's after, the uh after, that, you, after are, you've killed them that's weird those man. aren't that's the nightmares those are the ones that i look forward to yeah uh no but yeah i don't know what it is lately man and, and the crazy thing is is that like i can wake up and be like dude like my heart rate's going like you need to calm down take a few breaths you know i'll go back to sleep and then i'm like a killer in like another dream like, I don't know what, yeah okay. i don't know what's going so, on so josh i think we figured this out I yeah think what, you, what is you it? missed your truth of calling obviously being a farmer no not dice. so much killer homicide homicide, homicide <laughs> may, may have been uh, uh yeah i'm not gonna say a better route but maybe uh, i don't know maybe yeah. my other life yeah, know, how it. many lives do we live dude maybe my not other many. life i feel like if you're a homicide a murderer yeah not many not I don't think you come back again no, if that's a thing. No, so true. no, no, no. Usually not. Do you, do you ever have those dreams though? Like where you like you're running from something and like you you you're like being chased, you know? And oh. if you get caught, it's like the end. Oh, I've, like, I've, that's the it. I when I was a kid, I had this recurring dream over and over, and um, I don't know what this means in terms of my psyche and everything. Right, I'm sure. Right. I'll see people in the top room who listen to this and let me know what they think. But <laughs> I had this dream over and over and it was probably from when I was, I can remember from when I was about seven, was that about third, third or third, second, third grade? Uh, second, second grade. Second yeah. Grade. So, yeah. Right. so about yeah. seven to probably about 
I don't know, 12. So okay. was that middle school, yeah. right? Fifth grade, yeah, yeah. sixth grade, fifth, somewhere sixth grade. there. Yeah. So for that whole kind of like six, five, six years, whatever it is, I had this dream where I would, I could jump really, really, really high. Like Ooh. I could like jump, Whoa. you know, over like over buildings, like LeBron and Space Jam. Yeah, like I could, ju- I could jump, <laughs> and I could. I, so in the dream, you know, I'm jumping. I'm like, yeah, I'm gonna jump super high. You know, I'm gonna go as high as I can. But on the way down, once I started coming down, I didn't think I could land. Oh, that that's was the dream. Super creepy. And so it's just anxiety <laughs> the wild. whole way down, and I'm flailing, and I'm like, I don't want to hit the ground because I don't know how if, if I'm going to land. I don't think I can land. And I'm wild. grabbing trees and buildings to try and stop myself, and then I hit the ground, and I'm fine. But the anxiety oh. that I felt getting that to the ground falling. was as though I'm going to just smash and splatter. See, but but then, I, and then I would jump right after that again because again, I thought I yeah. could. And then I'd get up to the top and start to come down and freak out that I wouldn't be able to land. That I had that dream probably twice a week for that five years. Whoa. That was insane. Oh, I have no nuts. idea why. Yeah. So then, would you find yourself at a point where, like, you were hesitant to go to bed because you knew that you were going to potentially have that dream again, I, or did I, you never really think about it, it until you were dreaming? It didn't get there, but in waking up, I thought about it. So a lot of the time, I would figure out that i was dreaming yeah and then wake wake myself up while you're falling and i was you know my heart was Uh, pounding uh, and i was sweating and i was i was ready to like do something you know because i was i was i thought i was gonna splatter on the ground from 300 feet in the air or something it was the strangest thing that that could explain my i i I don't like flying a lot like Uh, i have i'm anxious about flying so Uh, that might be part of it but yeah that was uh that's a peek into the mind of me i guess yeah there you go yeah I was gonna say I never the thing with big jumps and heights and dreams is that I never I always woke up before I hit the hit anything. Really? Oh yeah. So always. you've never died in a dream before? Have you ever uh, died in a dream? No. Well, no. I don't. I don't think so. No, because I actually remember there was a couple vivid ones where I've been shot and I right. thought that I was gonna die, but then I'd wake up and then you'd be oh you'd wake up from I'd the wake dream. up yeah you'd not like just yeah. walk away from it like as no. it happened no See, I've, it was, I've had a couple of yeah those, those ones and that was it was always it's always usually those ones you know the tremors when right. right when you're going to sleep and it was always something like where you'd either trip or you would like I would jump up I remember like for some reason I vividly remember like bicycling and going off a jump. And then flipping out, and then waking up, and so then I was just like, I, no, so that, and then I would do the, sh- you know, the shake and wake up, and but yeah, no, I mean, dreams are weird. See, they are. <laughs> I, yeah, they're, they're strange. It's 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 nuts. It's amazing when how it your comes mind to works. Those right? where, like, I get shot in the dream, like I don't physically feel any pain, and I'll sit there and pretend like like this is the end, it's like, like I'm dying, but then I'm like looking around like. Does anybody notice that I've been shot? Because now I kind of want to milk it for sympathy. Where it's like, I've been shot. And I'm like, I think, I think this is the end for me. Do you, do you, I think this is the doing, end for me. Do you're Does doing anybody the dramatic, care? You're yeah, doing yeah. the dramatic the like, movie. Exactly. Like, do you wake up and say that to your yeah, wife? Like, exactly. Like, babe, I, I almost died. I almost died, died. <laughs> in my dream. Like, I almost died. I need and some physical the, loving right now. You were the now. last thing I thought about. Milking it out. It's 3 o'clock in the morning. I'm going to need a back rub to get back to sleep. I'm going to need that right. You don't understand, babe. It was like uh, a forty-five caliber pistol. And that's, and that's all I wanted. That's all I wanted in my dream was a back rope for me before I went. So that was yeah. it. Before I crossed over to the other <laughs> side. Yeah, oh, I don't know gosh. what that is. Oh, Dude, well, what man. about uh, what about speaking of dreams? What about living your dream in this beer, man? How's it uh, been oh, seeing yeah. people enjoy it? And the release yeah. party was an awesome success. How'd yeah. you guys, how did you guys feel? I'm I'm really curious to get your perspective because I know in the last couple when we did the podcast about hey we're gonna make this beer, and then we did the podcast about. Uh, right after the brew day, you know, and, and getting your ideas on that. What 
and now the whole it's come full circle you know you can the beer you've seen people drink it you've seen people have it in the tap room you've seen people walk out with four packs you've seen people with your logo on their shirt for you know for goodness <laughs> yeah. sake how do you yeah. how does that make you guys feel take it yeah you know, well, first. I, I would i would have to say like right off the bat obviously the whole experience was just awesome all the way through but then when we finally got to the release date that was awesome because i don't know we were i think i was i think i was more nervous about really enjoying the night without getting you know w- wasted right you know not because i mean we did make a heavy beer and it was kind of like, okay, pace yourself, but like enjoy the time, you know, and really enjoy the time. Yeah. It's kind of like, you know, sometimes Take when, it all in. when you get married, right? like Walter coming up here, right. Uh, right? you don't want to get too wasted. You want to enjoy the day and then, yeah, maybe at the end of the day, at the end of the night, then you go full bore. But yeah, for, for us, it was just, uh, oh man, for me, or for me, I should say, it was just, it was awesome. We had our shirts on. People were buying shirts. People were buying the beer. People that were there that had no idea what was going on, it was pretty great because they're just kind of looking going, um, what's going on? Wait, wait what? Yeah. is there a party going yeah. on right now? Like, are we at a party? Because, Dude, we're partying right now. Yeah. I think we are in the middle of a party. Yeah, well, because that was the greatest thing because, Jake, I mean, Jake, obviously, get shout out to Jake for like just kind of getting us out there and we told us to, you know, say a couple words, which was great. I mean, you know, I missed, like, I missed that. But I think I came in after that. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. Bummer. Yeah, but it was just. It you was, didn't miss much. Yeah. Well, I mean, it was just, it was, it, yeah, it was short and sweet. Right. It was awesome. It was like, hey, thank you guys for showing up. Glad you show up. Like, this is awesome. You know, we thank everybody at last call. You know, Walter at that. And we dropped a couple names and then said, you know, this, we, we were so glad for this opportunity. Everybody had a good time. Everybody was like coming up. Hey, man, this is, this tastes pretty good. Like, it was like, Wait, are you saying that because you thought it was going to taste like crap? <laughs> but no, it was just like, no, it's good. You know, it's good. It's good. It's good. So uh, that was really cool. And then I think post that, like, especially just getting the pictures from people, like getting their hoisted heavy shirts and going to different locations and taking pictures. And obviously the label, thank you again, Walter, for that bitchin' label. Yeah, dude, I mean, dude, it was. say yeah. enough good things about yeah. that. Yeah, for sure. And, uh, but yeah, no, it was just, and it's, and then from then on, I think one of the next like big hit me one of the points was walking into uh, the tap room, the Grubbin Pub, yeah, yeah, and seeing it on top there, and I'm like, hey, right. <laughs> hey, 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 you're you're pretty. Uh, I won't say a staple at the tap room, but you're you're there pretty regularly. <laughs> yeah. did, did they know that that was a beer that you brewed? No, no? that well, that the, I think the only reason why it did well, the reason why it did come up and why it w- went with it was because I told Daniel, you know, the yeah. manager there, and uh, he goes, oh, hey. Okay. Tell Ron, you know, I want that, you know, I want, I want to get a sixto of it, and so that, that's how kind of how it started. So I, you know, I kind of pushed it along, but then once it was in there, I only said it like maybe a couple times because I didn't want it to be that pretentious, yeah, Yeah, whatever. But it was like, um, I'll have my beer, and then Brittany looks at me and goes, "What beer?" And I'm like. (laughs) Hoisting heavy haze. <laughs> oh, that's your beer? And I was like, what, what well, I mean, we brewed that. that? She's you like, work for last oh, call cool. Now? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> exactly. So he floated right over that one. But anyway, shout out to, by the way, shout out to Brittany. She is one of the best. The best. I, oh, she, I mean, I tell you what, she could, she run that whole thing by herself. I mean, she is, she's very attentive. Very she's attentive. very cool. So shout out to you, Brittany. Yeah. Thank you very much over there at the Taproom Grubbin Pub. Yeah, we Not always have be, a good time when we go there. Yeah, it's, it's a good, good time. Yeah. And uh, yeah, like I said, that's always the worst thing is, is always, always confusing is like the last call taproom or taproom taproom. Right. It's like, yeah, yeah, yeah no, yeah, no, no. Yeah. I know. But uh, anyway, that was, that was another cool moment for sure. Awesome. And, uh, 
yeah, I mean, I don't know. Like, oh, and then I think my my sister gave a shout out too because she had picked up a she came picked up a four pack, and uh, shout out to Christina Matson, love you, sister. Uh, she came and picked up a four pack after it came out, and she brought it back to a Fourth of July bar, block party, and uh, yeah, your uncle was in attendance, right? right? I think they were the ones that kind of threw it, threw it. Yeah, yeah, they did, and so then. Uh, they brought that four pack back, and it was a hit. It was a smash. It was awesome. she reported like right back, like no, everybody was wondering like where. And then I think we got we got some more feedback from some more people that were yeah. like they brought it and they were like, where'd you get this from? Why yeah. this is good stuff? Like oh, what it's amazing. you know, and it's, it's like I think one of them was like it was gone within like you know half an hour because everybody just started popping. And it was like oh this is great. <laughs> That's awesome. Started spreading around. <laughs> so it's just like those are the kind of moments where you're like. It brings it cool. home. Yeah. yeah. Cool. Well, what, what about you, Josh? What, do, what was your favorite part of it? Apart well, from drinking the beer, obviously. Yeah. What, what was well, your favorite part of the whole drinking. process? Yeah, <laughs> I've got so many. Before I get on to that, I want yeah. to run off that story oh, real quick. Yeah. Yeah. There's something cool that kind of came out of that. Okay. So Ed's sister came by to pick up some of that beer. They went to that 4th of July party that I was telling you about. So I didn't know anything about this. I don't get invited to a lot of our family events. So. <laughs> no. uh, Black any, sheep. Exactly. The, anyway, so the, the following, let's see. Uh, 4th of July was on Sunday, right? So this was that following Monday. Uh, I'm at one of our ranches, and I see my uncle. And he and I are talking. He goes, by the way, um, I was at our, our block party, and I met this really nice young lady uh, who's a neighbor of mine. And, uh, you know, I've seen him in passing a number of times, and it's just unex- inexcusable that we've gone this long without meeting. Anyway, we get on topic of conversation. She saw my last name as Barton. And she goes, are, are you related to Josh by any chance? And he goes, yeah, I'm actually his <laughs> uncle. And she goes, oh, okay. Well, I'm Christina. I'm Ed's sister. And he goes, Ed's sister. She goes, you know, the one that he's doing the podcast with. And he's like, what? Like, how is this possible that we're neighbors? Like, for the, And she's drinking a hoist and heavy yeah. haze. Yeah. And he had just started listening to the podcast, too. So he had heard Ed's voice. He knows who Ed is, but did not put two and two together until that yeah. connection was made. And uh, he cool. got to try it, and yeah. he was like, that's pretty good. That's and pretty cool. It wasn't like any of that was set up. It just kind of yeah. happened not, organically, not organically 20 yeah. miles away from here, yeah. you know? So <laughs> anyway, uh, going back, uh, like it, it seems like for me, I, I would kind of equate it to how uh, uh, Bill Gates felt when they released uh, Windows 95, you know, they're <laughs> oh, yeah. that really that cool dance, dance party. party. Mm-hmm. Exactly, where they all look super sexy, and they're jumping around mm, on a much you know, less grand scale. But to the effect of... You know, when we walked in there in the tap room that night when it was released, you know, we were a little bit late because we had to pick up our kids from daycare and take them home, get them changed and everything. We walked in there. There were a lot of people already in there. And we got the hero's welcome. I mean, people were yeah. clapping. They were happy. And they were yeah. drinking the beer already. You know, you could oh, yeah. see all the cups that were filled. And yeah. I mean, it just, it was like, it was like homecoming. It's like, you know, coming, coming back from a, from a long stint away or moving back to a community that you haven't been in for a while, just coming in and. It was enjoyable, you know, get the beer poured. People are coming up. You're having great conversation with people that you don't always get a chance to talk to. Uh, and again, it's the beer that binds us, right? So oh, yeah. Yeah. as yeah. we're going through this whole experience and you see the electricity that's in the room and you're feeling it and you're seeing people enjoying this beverage and going back and ordering more. Like it never got old listening to people ordering a hoist and heavy haze. Give me the hoist and heavy haze. Take the number one. And... You're watching these people, and they're like, I'm, I, 
I thought most of the response I got were genuine. The fact that people weren't just saying that they enjoyed it because they wanted to be nice because they got more than one of them. Yeah. Right? Well, exactly. That's well, the and that's the thing. It was, there, it, yeah. it was right. it, that was I said that was it was like the it wasn't the surprise. It like I said, it was the surprise that it, they were expecting it to be like, oh man, I'm gonna have to fake the funk on this on this. But right. It was like <laughs> the surprise of like, oh, it's like it's good, and it's like I'm not surprised that it's good, but I'm just I'm glad it's like. Really that really good that, that I could good. go order another one. Exactly. <laughs> you know, That's getting cool. to getting to do something and kind of for me the the culmination of it was these are conversations that, you know, Ed and I have talked about for months when we were trying to develop this podcast. And just on a whim one day, before we even put out our first episode, we were, you know, spitballing and just thinking, man, it would be amazing if we got an opportunity to brew a beer with with last call or with one of the local guys, anybody that would really give us a chance. And when you guys stepped up to the plate, it was like, okay, this is really going to happen. Like we just talked about this like a couple months ago and this is really going to happen. This isn't just a a farce. Like this is really going to happen. Well, and I think it was, it was all along the lines of the, like the straight up, okay, we're doing the brewery tour for sure. Obviously we're going to make that priority. Yeah, It's a priority. This is one thing that we're going to set in stone that we're going to do. And then it was just like a, (laughs) you know, what if we got our own beer kind of thing? That'd be cool. Yeah. Yeah. It was like, ah, then it was just like, pow. It just happened right off the bat. And, and again, it was a true testament to you, uh, to Brian, to Josh, to really, you know, take that chance and, you know, let us and our, you know, and our audience go on this trip with you guys. And, um, and it it was, it was just, it meant a lot. It was really sincere. It was really cool. We felt like we were a part of something that was just bigger than, uh, you know, what we've been trying to build with, with hoist and heavies. And, um, so again, the thing that hit me again this was like two weeks after the release party. So this mm-hmm. was like two weeks ago. Kendall and I are walking around Target getting diapers and a few other odds and ends for the kids. And I see this guy and his family. There's probably, they probably got like three kids. I've never seen this guy before in my life. And he's wearing a hoist and heavy haze <laughs> no t-shirt. Yeah, awesome. walking around Target. Oh, and I'm perfect. like, I walk right by him and, uh, and I'm laughing. I'm like, Dude, nice shirt, man. <laughs> yeah. and, he, and he was so proud. He's like, yeah, isn't that cool? I'm like, yeah, dude, rock on. Oh, awesome. Didn't tell him anything about yeah, the beer. Yeah, didn't yeah, say yeah, anything just else. Just like, just like, that is badass, yeah, man. Yeah, that's cool. That, I wanted to break out my Sharpie that I've been keeping with oh, me just yeah. in case that <laughs> did happen. Sign, it. Sign his tits I'm, real quick, I'm you fam- know? I'm hey. famous. He, he oh, did have awesome. tits. So if you're a listener, nice tits, bro. But listen, oh, yeah. I'd oh, sign him. Okay. Next time I would sign him, dude. <laughs> that's cool. But that's, it was that's, cool, that's man. Pretty cool, it was, yeah. it, was, uh, it was one of those moments where I was like, yeah, 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 yeah. this is. It's such a cool it's, community. Well, and you know what? And come back to that, uh, it's one of those things, too. It's like when you see, when you're out in another town. Usually, probably just Modesto or Riverbank or something, and you see a Last Call hat or a Dying Breed shirt or Grains of Virtue, whatever. You right. see that, and you're like, and then, like we've always said, the sense of community. It's mm-hmm. like, oh, yeah. Nice. Or even what we said even before with Okies, right? The right. skate shop. And it's like, oh, cool. You know, you have that ownership. So to, yeah. to cap that off. Exactly. <laughs> that was not, you just money shot at yourself. <laughs> I didn't think it was going to blow. I should, I should probably just do it a little more safer. I thought it was just going to Unfortunately, be that was the second time it happened to you today. <laughs> <laughs> was it? I don't know. You just said you didn't think it was going to blow and then it did, you know, uh, the last time you were by yourself in the shower. Anyway. <laughs> took, took a hard left. Anyways. Pouring some karate in the garage oh, from yes. Last Call, which I've noticed now you did change the font. I yeah, I changed the font on the uh, label. 
Um, it's a, a subtle change, but I changed it just because. Uh, yeah, you did. Um, it's not, I just not wanted as, to. Um, I don't know Asian to looking, to so. be. I wanted it to look cleaner. I guess is what I'll say. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. yeah, we we changed the font on it. The, this actually these got canned on last Friday, mm-hmm. uh, so now a week a week ago now. Um, so it's pretty as fresh as it can get. Um, but Karate in the Garage is one. Of, I brought some of this down. Just I figured we were doing a canning episode, so I'd bring some more Last Call cans. Yeah, um, of course, it's a good. Call. It's definitely a crowd favorite. You know, it's, oh, yeah. it's definitely one that we've had for a while, and we've we've tweaked and tweaked and tweaked, and I think kind of got to where we really like it. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, Galaxy Citra Eldorado hops, big fluffy grain bill, um, nice nice hazy double. Yep. Oh yeah, I guess we didn't even tell the t- <laughs> we didn't even go over the hoisted heavy haze. Well, <laughs> oh, well, I mean, exactly. well, most I mean, people know what it is they, now. Yeah, I think, I think but, by this yeah. point, a lot of them do. I mean it. It may be worthwhile talking, since we are our own worst critics, right? Yeah. There are so many things about the beer that we loved. If there were things that we could do to improve it going forward, if it does get uh, modified and, and improved, what do you foresee some of those things being? What What were you really happy about? We, we know what you were really happy about. What were some of the things that you thought we could do better? Well, I think that if, if we do it again, um, I think I'd probably tweak the grain bill a little bit. I think that we can... We can get a, a little bit of a, a juicier beer, a fuller beer, mm-hmm. um, and, and then I probably it, it sounds it sounds c- counterproductive to say that and then say I would like it to finish a little drier as well. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I find when when we have our hazies that finish a little drier, just like this karate is, I right. I, I, I finished it a little drier uh, than we have in the past. It definitely pops a bit more, and I think when you're playing so with good, those big <laughs> tropical hops, it that that nice crisp finish really helps accentuate that kind of citrusy tropical fruit right kind of zing um so that, that's probably what i would do I, I think the hops that we used were great i think the combo that we used and the way that we used them worked out really well mm-hmm. you get nice danky tropical hazy ipa flavors in the hoisin heavy haze so probably just tweak the grain bill a little maybe finish a little drier yeah um, Anything with the process in terms of the way that it was cooled down, any other ingredient changes that you'd make, or you do you do you like the way that, that whole thing turned out? I think I think we've got our for the most part our hazy IPA process pretty dialed. Um, we have had issues uh, on occasion with the haze dropping out of our beers after you know a month or so. Uh huh. Um, I think that's all our water, yeah. Our water chemistry, you know, uh, water changing. So just addressing that, and then uh, tweaking the our yeast, you know, our, mm-hmm. our yeast interaction with hop and, and grain proteins and, and polyphenols are kind of what help lead to a stable haze in a beer. Right. Um, there's crazy things you can do, like throw flour into the boil, and it makes it stay very cloudy. Wow. And, uh, green can- apple puree people have used to just make it stay opaque and cloudy. It's it's a strange. Strange few things you can do to get it there, but for the most part, it's it's your 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 grist or your grain bill, and then the yeast that you use and how it how it interacts with your your the hops and the mm-hmm. the grains, proteins, and and polyphenols that are present. Um, and so so I've tweaked that over and over, and you know I think the the hoist and heavy haze start is starting to clear up a bit, um, and it's been a month now, right? Uh, so just just adjusting that, but but in reality, I think that it, it feels the way we wanted to feel, it tastes the way we wanted yeah. to taste, and it smells the way we wanted to smell, and oh, those yeah. are the most important things in my mind. Mm-hmm. Um, you mentioned yeah. something about like the cold crash experience, mm-hmm. and and that maybe that would 
do you do you mess with that at all in terms of how you bring it down temperature wise to to preserve some uh-huh. of the haziness or does that not affect it too much yeah we could but you know as long as your process and 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 your you know ingredient list i guess you call it is your recipe is right and your process is right that shouldn't affect it too too much Oh. Yeah, but you know, it's it's just a it's just it's always about finding what works best, finding what doesn't work, and, yeah. and tweaking everything. You yeah. Know? So, yeah, I don't think we're far off from where that hoist and heavy haze would be kind of quote unquote perfect. Um, so, I I'd love to try and do it again and, yeah. and, and tweak those little things and Sweet. see what else we can get out of the beer. You know, hell yeah. So, and, and speaking of uh, seeing your t-shirts out and about and around, it's right. That's the first uh, t-shirt Last Calls made that was like. A beer, beer right. themed T-shirt. Exactly. Uh, we've never. Yeah. You know, all the rest of them have just been your know, last call brewing that, or whatever it is. I don't know why, we, local, didn't, so, I don't know why yeah. we didn't bring that up because yeah. that was another point of th- thing that we were just like, this label is so cool. It needs to be on a T-shirt. It's like, yeah. well, we've never done that before. It's like, well, we need to do it. Well, now. let's get Brian <laughs> drunk enough that <laughs> yeah. he'll agree to it, which we did and yeah. he did, and it worked out well. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Apparel Graphics got those knocked out yeah. very quick. Oh yeah, shout yeah. out, shout out to Apparel yeah. Graphics for sure for yep. hooking the hook. We didn't hooking. give them a ton of time, and they were able to knock them out and get them there for the release. They did it, and I think we sold like ninety percent of them that day or something crazy. <laughs> oh yeah, like yeah. That. So, uh, but yeah, that was the first uh, beer logo, beer logo themed T-shirt that we did, and mm-hmm. it went really well. I think the design's really cool, and that yep. played a part. But I also think you know people people want to not just support us as last call as the local brewery they want to support you guys because you know, yeah. they're your friends you know For sure i i find it really hard to go or go anywhere or meet ed anywhere where he doesn't know half of the room right <laughs> so you know it's, it's impressive yeah it's just it's a very uh and i've, I've said this in the past on the, on the on the other two episodes i was on with you guys it's a very community driven project i think yeah if in terms of what josh brian erica and jenny were going after you know they want to be a brewery in oakdale where their friends can hang out and everyone knows everyone and as you guys said you walked in on the release party and you know everyone was is like cheers everyone was cheering for yeah. you and, and shouting for you and, and really happy to see you guys and and to be a part of the culmination of just two people who loved our beer wanted to make a beer with us you know? yeah and, and that's what we shoot for that's i'm sure i'm, I'm I've beat this idea into the ground, but I, I want to make sure it's important that we, last call, we brew beer for the people that are always in our tap room, right? We brew beer for you guys. Right. And, and I think that that isn't anywhere, that isn't more evident anywhere else than in our tap room at that release party when y- you guys came in and saw, yeah, they, they, last call made a great beer and people love last call for that, but they, they love that you guys did it too because they're you they're right. they're customers just like you exactly. are they're guests just like you are and and that sense of kind of camaraderie and, and, and community is what we're all about you know that's why we like being right in downtown oakdale yeah is you know a lot of our customers can just walk to walk. us and hang out <laughs> and walk home you know Ed yeah. may or may not live just a couple blocks away and, may or may not and uh, you know <laughs> and, and we're, we're next to all those other businesses downtown and the restaurants and we encourage people to in the farmer's market on wednesdays oh, yeah. you know we get a big community rush a big a big portion of our wednesdays are people that are stopping at the farmer's market grabbing some produce grabbing some kettle corn whatever they need and then coming to have a beer after right. with mm-hmm. their friends who they saw at the farmer's market and like, yeah. hey, let's mm-hmm. go grab a beer after we're done and mm-hmm. and that's what we really focus on and, and that's why i was i was really excited to bring you two guys in on every step of the process when it came to brewing this beer uh, so you can you know we want our 
guests to feel like they own the brewery. Absolutely. I mean, we want you guys to feel like it's yours. And, and yeah. It's well, so cool. You know, man. for one reason, it, it builds brand loyalty. You know, you guys are going to keep coming back. But on the other thing, it's it's who's a better billboard for your business and the people who love it. Yeah, yeah you know exactly. I mean? Absolutely. And, for sure. And so that's why we, we do our best to 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 build a, a place where you can you can walk in and everyone knows who you are. And yeah. You know yeah. Everyone else is yeah. yeah. Oh, no, absolutely. And that's like, uh, oh, that man, that goes back so long ago, back at Old Shepherd Court when the taproom was over there along with the brewery uh together and uh me and cousin john were there i don't know after work one of the couple times that we went there just and uh yeah (laughs) and just sucking on some beer and there was um and i think walter you might have been pouring the beer at that time too was that when they had the um it was always our famous story about how the um the brew uh uh, well, what was it called? Modesto View, but they did the brew view or something like that, or they were doing like this the local thing about the breweries or breweries yep. that were coming up, yeah. And the two, um, <laughs> the the lady that was writing, you know, the gal oh, that yeah. was writing, yeah, it. I was I was working the I was working that that night, yeah, yeah, that's right. And me and cousin John were just we got into uh, some friendly chatter with them and stuff like that, and then I, she ended up writing in the article. I think it was called Brew View, I believe. Yeah, yeah. I believe it was. Yeah, in the, in the Modesto View. In the Modesto, yeah, View. Modesto be the local, uh, the local newspaper. They had this uh, anyway, but it was great to see on the actual, um, the, the on the uh, article that she did. You know that we, <laughs> uh, what was included was the fact that there was these you know local guys that were there that were willing to like the the chatter. You know that the talk that we had was was well worth the. Or complimentary to the beers that we were drinking, you know, and it was like, that's what you get with the local, beautiful down or the 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 down scene of of being a local brewery and having these local people in there and creating an atmosphere for people from you know that you maybe haven't seen but you strike up conversations with them too. So right, and yeah, yeah. I think what started up the conversation, if I remember right, was she she had a, a. presidential candidate bumper sticker on her car i think <laughs> and then you i remember john saying something about that sticker and you know whose car it was he didn't know any he's like oh like who's you know whose car is that yeah and not in a not in a derogatory way. way yeah yeah, like, yeah. Oh, yeah. a pitchfork you, you don't see that around yeah. here you right, know right, right. and then that led to you guys hanging out and you know they were writing the article and i think that's what sparked the conversation for yeah. right is they said they were there to write this article yeah and then you guys got to talking and found out that that was their car and yeah but that conversation was jovial, and, and was, they left with flat well, tires. No, 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 no. That was, and that was, <laughs> that the, was deal. the point of what you wrote the, in the article. The, yeah, yeah. The basically, you could, and, you know, the beer bring beer, the beer bring everyone together. Yeah, you know, and it's whether, exactly the beer that binds us. Yeah, exactly, yeah, exactly, absolutely. Exactly. And that's what happens at, like I said, at the at the last call tap room. I mean, I, you can't count the different kind of people that come in there. I mean, you know, there's obviously you know the out of towners, the locals, the Whoever, cowboys, yeah. uh, just blue collars, whatever. Anybody just rolling in there, and I mean, it's it's always it's always a good time, and it's always just great talk, great banter. And I mean, I, yeah, I've, I've been known to work the room a couple times, and you just kind of oh, yeah. float around. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, <laughs> float you? Around no, stop it. Come on, well, yeah, float around. Float I also around. I also wanted to mention uh, a little bit of a, a plug here is with your guys's t-shirt being the only one we've done so far that's been a beer centric t-shirt we do we being last call we do a uh, a summer swag contest every summer from uh, you know uh, memorial day to labor day and we have people send us photos of them in last call gear on oh, vacation right. whether it's yeah, yeah, yeah. whether it's yeah. at night's ferry or it's in spain we you know we post the photos we share them with everyone 
and then we pick our favorite and whichever one's our favorite gets a $25 gift card to the tap room right <laughs> and so i would encourage people who have those hoist and heavy haze yeah, shirts like to it. snap a photo if you're you know on a yacht in ibiza or if you're <laughs> camping up in uh you know Clark's, don pedro Clark's or wherever you are yeah. and you know, go ahead and snap some photos and, and send them to at last call brewing on instagram and at hoist and hoist and heavies on instagram and yeah nice. we'll share those and yeah, you know nice. and if it's if it's a really cool photo well, you'll you'll win a gift card and get Dude. some beer, some swag, and well, I think our, our winners in the past, uh, the first year we did the furthest from the top room, and that's what, prize. and that was the one that I was supposed to be on yeah. because I had gone on my honeymoon and I had taken a last call hat for and some stickers for that reason, and I was on the top or checking out uh, the. Um, the sir makes a lot of noise over here. Jeez, I'm <laughs> sorry. I'm just listening. Free, I'm trying to enjoy free, the conversation. Free, I should have muted myself. Free basing. Yeah. <laughs> if uh, I haven't hit my heroin in the last 24 hours, I get a little uncomfortable. But Excuse it was, uh, yeah, no, it was the. Uh, we, oh yeah, we were at Zermont, you know, the, yeah. and we were, and I took the picture and I never sent it. In. <laughs> so well, it was wait, like, that was at Zermont or Budapest. No, that was about that was when, oh, that, it was when, when you went to Cause Switzerland. It, the, oh, yeah, because okay. it, it was when that was when the contest started. Was when yes, the tap room it was opened? The f- yeah, and it was yeah. the furthest away. Who, yeah, who can get away. the furthest away oh. with Last Call Swaggin? But and who then, ended up winning that? Well, so remember. we did, we did that, and then it was it was tough because I think the second photo someone sent us was from Rome. We're like, okay, well they're on the other side of the world already. Like, how can you get further? And then uh, <laughs> it, actually, it was Skifter's mom. Oh, uh, one because she took a photo down in. Um, Malawi. Uh, oh, 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 that's yeah. right. She's from Africa. Yeah, so and, and so she sent us that, and well, that that one, like that was technically the first. <laughs> I'm not going to so get I believe they, they won, they won the, that year, and, and then we switched it from the furthest to the one we liked the most because the next year we got a lot of cool photos, but we got one with uh, one of our regulars in a one of our drink local beer shirts. You know, it was a picture of him in that shirt. You know, his back that says "Drink a local beer" with the the whole Statue of Liberty in front of it. Uh, so yeah, that's like, well, cool. that's not the first, but that's the coolest. Yeah, so we picked, yeah, so now sweet. it's the one we like the most. I like that. Um, but we like seeing them from everywhere. You know, we've gotten some really cool photos from places in Europe. And uh, uh, there's a regular, uh, just, his first name is Mike, is, is what I'll say. Well, that's his name, but I don't want to like, say his last name too on the podcast. Anyway. The guy. Yeah, he Dude. travels everywhere. He's been drinking beer longer than i've been alive right <laughs> craft beer you know he's, yeah, he's 12. really early he's 12 years old of a craft beer and he 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 talking to him is really cool he said that he started tracking all the breweries that he visited and he stopped at something like 1200 or something like that he Whoa, stopped counting. No so, and this is all around the Whoa. world he told me this story i think it was in in chile or argentina where he was trying to find a brewery and he ended up a cab took him somewhere where the road ended and then he had to walk another mile and a half down a train track and he was out in the country somewhere in south america and he found his house and he's like i think i ended up in the wrong place but the guy's like no it's here and he like showed him the brew house and invited him in really? he's got crazy stories but anyway he sent us a lot of really cool ones um, because he he's gone to a lot of yeah, cool places like say, that because he's been there uh, and we we get a lot of cool photos and and if once again bringing it back to your 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 customers your guests your people being part of the community that pride that our fans have in showing that off is really cool to see and that's why we kind of started this contest so we, we could show that off mm-hmm. and then reward you know one, one or two of them with a gift card or yeah, oh, yeah. a little that token cool. of appreciation absolutely yeah absolutely. so that's that cool story yeah. of of mike down in south america <clears throat> resonates i I might have butchered some of that, but uh, that's the, the gist. butcher shop. Yeah, the, you are in the butcher if shop. If I remember so. correctly, that was the gist of it. If well. he listens, just so you know, Mike, I, 
Well, he, we he, do, should come he tried on and tell hardest. the story. We, yeah. should, exactly. we should mention really quickly that, uh, well, we're going we're gonna to bring it up again later, but we also did receive an official butcher, butcher shop, shop, shop sign. sign. Yes. Yeah, so. so for the Shabin Bassett, uh, we do have the straight up butcher shop sign posted up. Thanks, Hank. Yeah. Postma. Hank Postma. Hank Postma. We'll be coming back to you again. Listener number one. This guy has been solid from the get-go. We're going to throw him another props here in a little bit because he didn't just stop at the butcher shop sign. This guy's been killing it for us, man. We have a lot to thank him for. Um, But but that story resonates with me about South America. I've brought this up before, but I lived down there for uh, about a month and a half, two months back. Oh, man, it's been 15 years ago now. And... One of the days that we were down there, we were in the countryside just about 30 miles southeast of Santiago. And uh, the guy that I was traveling down there with, he and I had gone down there to learn about agronomy from South America's perspective. There was a nurseryman down there that, that just rolled the red carpet out for us and really allowed for us to get in his facility, learn a thing or two about it, and also get all the shenanigans out of our, you know, out of our Adol- system that we, that we needed to. Life. Exactly. <laughs> so this was like five days before my 21st birthday. <laughs> We're down there at the nursery and he goes, and you got to keep in mind, like they still at this time were transferring seedlings from their uh, warehouse to the field by like horse and carriage. Like they just, that was the way that they were doing things. It was, it was maybe 40 or 50 years behind where we were at here. Yeah. And in some cases, like 80 years behind where we we're here. So anyway, he fires up these two dirt bikes for us. And he's like, you know, take these down that dirt road and just, you've got probably about 120 miles or, you know, 200 kilometers worth of gas on these things. Just go until you can't go anymore. And we'll send somebody down and fill you up. So we're like, uh, uh, okay, we have no idea where we're going. We don't know what we're getting ourselves into. About two hours in, we're about, I don't know, 45, 50 miles from where we started at. And we are in the middle of BFE. And you've got a picture. This valley is, is surrounded by the Andes. And so you've got not just like five and 6,000 elevations. You've got like twelve and 16,000 elevations around you. And as you're going through, you're traveling by all these old... Um, like orange groves that are literally growing on the sides of these mountains. And there are people in repelling gear with backpack sprayers on spraying around <laughs> oh, these, wow. these orange trees. So anyway, we are in, we are in the middle of nowhere. We're just two white guys in the middle of South America. And now we've just traversed from like first to second world country into second and third world country. There's like shacks. There's no grid out there. They're just shacks along the way. And we're like, dude, if we don't like, Make like, it make it back. back. Like, what are we going to drink? Like, what are we going to eat? You know, we're gone forever. Exactly. So we're, you know, a couple hours in this trip and we, we start seeing these signs for, um, you would think it'd be like water and food, but it was beer. Cool. And we're like, what is this? And their big beer down there at the time. And I don't know, I'm sure it still exists today was Cristal. Cristal, C-R-I-S-T-A-L. Cristal beer brewed out of like, I want to say Chile. Anyway, it's like their version of like a Bud Light. Okay. So we're like, okay, if they're advertising these, then there's got to be a storefront down here. So we go for like another eight or 10 miles and we see the sign like turn right at the next place to get some of this. So we're like, okay. So we turn right and it's like an 800 square foot shack. Okay. Now there is no parking lot. No, everything around us is dirt roads. Everything around us is maybe a little bit of rock, some trees, like BFV. And we're like, this cannot be right. 
this can't be right. There's a dude literally out here smoking a, a tobacco pipe on the front porch, and there's windows that are open. You could see through the shack, and there's a woman in an apron working in like her makeshift kitchen. And so we stop the bikes, and we get off, and we kind of like, we're not making it obvious that we're stopping there because we think there may be beer. We're stopping, pretending to stretch a little bit, you know, <laughs> the whole deal. And this guy <laughs> smoking his tobacco pipe was like so happy to see us. He's like, eh, bienvenidos, bienvenidos, ah, vamos, vamos conmigo. Like, what is going on right now? Like, maybe this is a legitimate store. They invite us in the house, and it's literally a one-bedroom shack. They have a standard refrigerator. They open the refrigerator. They pop two beers for us. They make us lunch just right there in the kitchen. <laughs> and they keep feeding us these beers. And, you know, we're looking at each other like, like, what is going on? We don't know these people. They're just inviting us basically into their home, feeding us beers. So we had a full, you know, three-course meal, probably, I don't know, four or five beers a piece. And they charge us like two bucks a pop. <laughs> and we're like, oh, this has been so phenomenal. Just the entire aspect of everything was so wonderful we threw them like 40 bucks a piece and you would have thought like they won the lottery they won mm-hmm. the lottery they were giving us hugs they were giving us kisses thank you thank you thank you so much come like, back so again appreciate come back again we'll be here and again this, tomorrow this was the beer you're this drinking is the beer here right here Chris, yeah crystal crystal yeah crystal that's it crystal <laughs> not cerveza the crystal, not the champagne yeah. exactly yeah. so is it of Chile. peru or where the, it's it's a, this chile right? chile's number one beer chile's number one beer i think they're like the primary sponsor for their their soccer team down there as well makes sense but, beer, uh, beer Advocate does not like it. No, it's not rated big, very poorly yeah. on Beer Advocate. Well, <laughs> oh, but it's a lager, right? Yeah, it's a lager. Yeah. It's definitely a lager. European Pell. Well, and that's but, what I was just reading a little bit of uh, it, the Germans were down there. So okay. they, you know. And I've got again. to imagine that if you. If you have a Cristal beer somehow again, like that's going to be one of the best beers you've ever one had because it's going to remind you of eating that lunch and having those beers. Exactly. With that gentleman on the on the porch with the pipe. Exactly. There, you just you can't replicate that. The yeah. authenticity of it. I felt like I was like Anthony Bourdain traveling abroad. You know, it was yeah. like, and yeah. the meal was phenomenal. I mean, everything that she did was handmade, right there on the spot. Just because it was like in oh, her, yeah. in her, in her in kitchen. House. Exactly. Yeah. You know, yeah, it just awesome. felt like we were a part of their family, and I. I don't know this, but I mean, they did not have, they had a generator. They didn't have running electricity, no TV, mm-hmm. maybe a radio. But I would venture to say that they didn't get away much. And we may have been the only two white dudes that they've ever seen before. <laughs> you know what I mean? So like you see these two guys pull up on motorcycles and it had to have been weird for them too, thinking about how remote they were from like the normal world. I mean, it was just, it was just one of those things that you're huh. never going to forget. But uh, anyway, I, uh, we're, we're, we're crossing up here on like a, an hour and 10. You guys want to take a quick break? Yeah, and, yeah, and, quick and break, uh, yeah. we'll yeah. come back. And I want to ask, I've got a few questions. I know we're, we're going to free ball today. I didn't come up with any topics today. I wanted things to go off the cuff. Um, but there are a couple things I want to talk about or ask you about. First yeah. of all, I want to ask about uh, the brewer look because I've noticed a like <laughs> reoccurring theme with a lot of these craft brewers that I've seen lately. And so yeah. I want to ask about that. Actually okay. running into the brewmasters. So like, oh, I think you guys like, yeah. Do, right. do you guys like so convene and like, do you guys have like <laughs> a, dress code? a memo? Yeah. What's the deal? I want to know more about that. I also <laughs> want to talk about uh, what's coming up next weekend, which is the Oakdale rodeo oh, yeah. is making a resurgence mm-hmm. after COVID. Mm-hmm. I shouldn't say after COVID, I guess COVID's kind of getting gnarly right now because it wants to do ev- evolutionary things. But, um, I want to talk about the rodeo 
and your guys pass with that. Uh, and then just take it from there. I don't know. I don't have any really else, yeah. anything else lined up. So. See, and once again, I think that it seems like if we talk about that, it seems to be an episode that we need to release before the rodeo comes out. Maybe get people pumped up about it because this is going to be the first time that it's being held in, well, I don't in know, August. the first time, but what? it's being held in August, but it's also yeah. a night rodeo. Nighttime. Yeah, it's at which nighttime. Which is really cool. Only add to the cool yeah. factor. Pro- problem is, Edward, uh, oh, Edward is, is not committing to yeah. anything <laughs> in concrete because if you've listened before, you know that Edward is on his way to be a father. That's and right. Yeah. Uh, Kelly is about ready to go. And that's right. We don't know when that's going to happen. So basically, but, no commitments. No so. commitments. Before and, we break, I do want to yeah. say you mentioned Anthony Bourdain. I got to see a screening of his of the documentary that um, was put together for him called Roadrunner at the State Theater this past uh, this oh, past week. Yeah, cool. it was a hell of a documentary. It was really well done. Um, it gave a lot of insight. Not it didn't romanticize Anthony Bourdain, At which all. would have been very easy yeah. to do. Um, it, it it painted him as as a person. It painted him just like anyone else, and that was awesome. So if, if movie recommendation for sure, nice. if you can go see Roadrunner, the Anthony Bourdain documentary, which I believe Morgan Neville um, was the guy who put it together. Okay, um, you can check me out. Yeah, Morgan Neville directed nice. it. Um, go see it. It was awesome. Uh, it, it was really really well done. He was and then, such a fascinating guy for so uh, many reasons. Yeah, I mean, it, yes, it's insane. It's it, it it's a really cool peek into who he was and who the people around him found found or what the people around him thought about who he was, huh. and it, it's really cool. Um, and then and also once before we break and wrap up the the, the quote unquote beer talk, uh, I want I want to say thanks to you guys for for coming in and brewing the beer and, and getting your hands in it and really taking full a full grasp on the whole process because uh you know i i once i said it before i'll say it again that is what i think grabs you guys to be a fan forever is hey we know we did this we you know we we know the brewer we know the owners we made a beer there um and seeing all your buddies and your friends enjoy it was really cool for me my favorite part was the release party too that's awesome man i just i just want to say thanks to you guys for thank you being a part of oh yeah sweet of you to say we we wanted to have sweat equity in it because we wanted to be able to take ownership and and you guys gave us all the right tools and reasons to do that and it, it in the spirit of the word collaboration, yeah, it, yeah. it rounded it out in every awesome. facet. Well, and like we've said before too, it's just it's added to our beer knowledge. Actually, going through the process, doing yeah. all that, th- yeah. all those things. So we thank you again yeah. for that too. I mean, Absolutely. not only the awesome opportunity and all the cool stuff that's gone, gone along with this, but the fact that it has now made hopefully made this podcast a little bit better. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> not nearly as slurred. Yeah. You know, and I can get there <laughs> no, if we take a long break. We can get there if we try. The last thing I want to say before we peace out real quick, just for a couple seconds here, before you hear that sweet intro music again, is Ed and I have, as he alluded to, the baby's coming real soon. Oh, yeah. And just because the baby's coming and Ed may be temporarily sequestered, mm-hmm. we don't want you guys to think that we've forgotten about you. We've come up with a game plan. We know what we want to do as far as, you know, if Ed is taking a little bit of time off, we've got plans uh, to keep you guys entertained, keep this this uh, this train going. And so we'll uh, we'll talk a little bit about kind of what some of those thoughts and ideas are. Bango, because I already got an update on that because somebody had just asked me about sweet uh, balls <laughs> being a being a guest co-host nice yeah, how about that huh? i feel like kelly ripa when regis left you know <laughs> yeah. so it's kind of neat it's kind of different so yeah. I'm, I'm definitely looking forward to getting into that okay. and giving you guys an insight so we will be back 
right after this sick ass intro music. <laughs> See you, bye. <laughs> bye. We're back. <laughs> you know, I don't know how we didn't mention. I don't know if you've recorded since Sunday, but I don't know how we didn't mention. Uh, happy, happy belated birthday, Josh! Oh yeah, that's right. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you guys. Yeah, happy no belated this, birthday, man. Th- thank you so much. I uh, yeah, I did. I turned. I turned another year older. It happened. <laughs> and I gotta say, you know what? It was a phenomenal birthday. It could not have been any better. It was. A, it was. I got to actually spend it with Ed in spirit and you in person. And so uh, for my birthday this year, um, Ed got a hold of me and said, hey, you know, Hank over at Food Fix is doing this beer pairing dinner uh, for obvious reasons. Kelly and I aren't going to be able to attend this year. If you have any interest in going, by all means, the tickets are, are yours. And so... I immediately called your fiance, Kendra, yeah, and, yeah. and we set it up. We went over there, and what an experience, man. I mean, from the moment we got in there and we sat down, very intimate. There were probably, I don't know, 35, 40 people, something yeah, like yeah, that. Yeah, I think, I I think she said they sold, I think, 25 tickets or something. Okay, like that, yeah. okay. So that with the serving staff, what Hank was doing back there, this again, this was a food fix, and it was a private thing that they do uh, once a year. They invited Claimstake Brewing down, put their beers in spotlight. With they're, they're hoping to do it once a month now. Oh, yeah. really? Yes. Yeah. Oh, so this is, cool. like I said, this is the first iteration since the original, yeah. the, which was... A, I think it was in February of 2020. Yeah. So it was right before COVID. Right before okay. COVID, yeah. And, okay. it was, and that was a phenomenal one. Me and Kelly got to go. It was an awesome local beer thing where the spotlight of local beers, including Last Call. And um, it was really awesome. And... We uh, wanted to share that sentiment too. Like, obviously, we weren't able to go. Passed it on to Josh. Say, hey, man, it's on your birthday, so that's pretty cool. <laughs> that was <laughs> super bitchy. Yeah. It, we we sat down. We were right close to to Hank, or excuse me, to Walt, and uh, got to meet some other folks uh, that were just in the other side of us. Come to find out. They go to the same church as my grandparents. Oh. And so, again, I'm glad that I, I had a nice, cool buzz going on as I got to meet my grandparents' church friends. Nonetheless, uh, it was a fun night. They had to hang with the Claimsake team a little bit, too. Yeah, yeah. we got there at That's the end That's who the feature brewery was for the dinner. Exactly. Yeah. We yeah. got to talk to TK and, again, Brian. Brian, Brian thank the, you. one of the owners one of the brewery there, yeah. And uh, super good dudes. Uh, got to taste all these yummy new yeah. uh, releases that they've been doing one of which we have in our refrigerator right now that ricky blenderson oh, which yeah. is also a collaborative with yeah, last call collab we did yeah nice. sour sour yeah. collab we so. could get into that one maybe maybe another time it's it's so <laughs> complex in all the right ways it's probably one of my favorite sours that i've had thank you lately yeah, so absolutely. Yeah. major props big, big yeah. props up to the clean stick team they handled that one we went yeah. up there and hung out and brewed a beer and <laughs> yeah that just means we hang out and yeah. eat food and well, drink and, and yeah, yeah. and that's, they, they handled it they did a good job and real, and real quick real quick just to go over for you know all our listeners you know that's that's kind of how these um these collabs work right where it's basically like uh, the one the host the host there's the right. host and then you have the collab and you go up and you do it and they end up having the control basically of it and obviously yeah. it gets spread along the way but that's what's that's what's really cool is because different collabs go different ways right, right. yeah you, you can right. do the same collab but then 
say claim state comes to last call or you know whatever it all goes back and forth and that's what's really cool because it's always something different always something cool so always look out there for the collabs gentlemen and ladies because there's always cool stuff coming out always look for that collab it's it's always something that you try and do that you don't normally do or if you if it's like we do sours and they do sours so it's something we both normally do but you try and do do it in a way that you've not done it before or you know you, you try new things out you use different techniques or different ingredients whatever the, whatever the case is this would make it a little special but but the biggest part is is getting the just time. hanging out exactly. and, and, and getting, getting to know other people and yeah it's and, your guys and, version yeah. of a podcast without hitting yeah the pretty button. much pretty much <laughs> yeah that's exactly what it is and okay and those beers at the dinner were, were killer we did <sighs> a four so course bad. four course dinner yep um that food fix butcher and baker puts on there hank and, and his wife ashley and I, I, it was it was killer it was it was good really good it everything good. from they had a risotto that they had done uh, oh. they had some like it was almost, I don't want to say sh- sashimi, but it was kind of like sashimi so, yeah, with so, like I mean, we some could run, watermelon. I mean, you, re- you memorize through the, it real quick. Yeah, just give I us mean, the, this the bridge version for a few different reasons. The one is to make Ed feel a little more jealous. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and also yeah, is to uh, I mean, th- these are normally a uh, th- they've got a list, you know, right. and, and that's who they invite. It's an invite only kind of thing generally. Um, but that doesn't mean that you shouldn't, all you listeners shouldn't go yeah. down to Food Fix well, Butcher yeah, and Baker it, and enjoy. Exactly. So, um, but this this one, yeah, he the first course was a uh, compressed watermelon and ahi tuna sort of uh, mm-hmm. kind of sashimi dish with some chili oil, uh, and they they paired that with a uh, ran, with a Cordova light and lime, which is a claim stakes uh, light lager with lime and sea salt. Killer combination. It was so good. Then the, he did a hand pulled burrata. Yeah, so the burrata yeah. was yeah, that killer. thing looked phenomenal. You had so you had good. you had the you good. showed me a picture and I was yeah, just it was like <laughs> sort of like you know it kind of did a little bit of a caprese a take on a caprese because they had the heirloom right. tomatoes and the crostini mm-hmm. a little bit of an underripe peach which was nice and, 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 and zingy and crunchy yeah. and that twenty five year old balsamic and that's what the blenderson was paired yes. with uh, uh, yeah. so that sour and sweet and fruity came out really good and then. Uh, the pork, the the third course was yeah. the the lemon lime brined pork with a coriander crust, that mushroom massage yeah. risotto you were oh talking my about. God, so good. A little bit of a pine nut chimney pine nut and parsley chimichurri, I believe is what it was. Mm-hmm. They paired that with a citra pale ale mm. uh, that is actually was brewed by Clean Steak for the Cap Tap anniversary this weekend, oh, and uh, cool. he, we kind of got a little sneak peek on that one for ah. the beer dinner, uh, and then dessert. Uh, they they made a beer called Ranchero. Mm-hmm. Uh, which is a churro pastry. It was a churro beer, but then they <laughs> it's aged like it. They knew I was coming. For my <laughs> yeah. They aged it in a rye barrel for seven months, oh, and so it got yeah. some of that spicy rye out of it. Yeah. And Ashley made a, a panna cotta with a, a, a chocolate churro gremolata. These little tiny churro bites, and I think it's called a torta de asiete. I, I butchered that. I butchered that. Asiete. Sure. Welcome yeah. to the butcher shop. Um, but it's uh, like an olive oil yes. fried tortilla and tortilla right. essentially right. with some black pepper dude it was it was you guys should all be jealous it yeah. was really good <laughs> yeah, basically. i've got to imagine it was a great birthday well that's what i was gonna say, i was gonna say it also i mean hank they threw i mean or they threw it up on the instagram right to kind of tell everybody hey right. we, we have these tickets available so you, you don't have to be special special to get in on it but exactly. i tell you what you feel just, special when exactly. you go there and yeah josh well like it. i said i mean they saved the best for last for me i mean i yeah, am yeah. el churro and they literally had like a churro themed beer with like this spectacular 
five star dessert that was catered for somebody like me. <laughs> so yeah. it, even though it was, you know, coincidental that that took place, I was still jazzed up. It's, so is this is because you've met TK before. Correct. Uh, you, this is the first time meeting Brian. This is, was the first time is, meeting is Brian. Is this yes. where your uh, your brewer yes. brewer uh, you dress code is yes. is uh, okay. so where I wanna, coming from? I, I, this is it. It's like you've been on here enough times that you just get the formula. So, and heavy alert, heavy alert, heavy alert. What are you opening now? Well, this is just one of the other beers from our latest can run. It's a West Coast IPA, which didn't open all the way. That's weird. Hold on. There we go. Pop that Called a Less Stress More West. West Coast IPA has got Strata, Idaho 7, Nelson. It's not like a heavy light. It's uh, 6.8%. So Nelson. For, uh, Again, one of my share this it's one? one of my it's one of my growing hops. One yeah. of my, not the one that I'm personally growing, just one that's growing on me. Oh, I love Nelson. It's oh, it's got it's some just, really cool uh a little bit of earthy character. You know, a lot of white wine to, to it, too? floral yes. and, and green fruit, and the strata's really, really danky. Mm-hmm. I really like the strata we have, so um I really like this, and this is a, a oh, yeah. solid beer. And what a just great name for it, too. <laughs> it is such a good name. Less Stress, More West. It is uh, 6.8 ABV uh, and just yeah. dynamite. Dynamite. It's so good. 100 million thousand percent delicious. <laughs> Thank you for bringing these, Walt. No problem. Way. Okay, so yes. I don't know how many of you out there have had the wonderful opportunity of meeting a lot of these microbrewers. Not only has every microbrewer that I met been just like down to earth, no bullshit, pure, genuine people that, you know, are they're salt of the earth. They're the kind of person that you can sit down and talk to, feel like you've known for a long time, but don't overdress everything. One thing that I've noticed though, in every conversation that I've had is not the converse, not just the conversation itself. But it is the dress code, okay? Now, now let me run through my observation. If I'm wrong, and, and again, this is not a knock in any term. Yeah. This is just purely Josh's observation. Informational. Exactly. Observation. Okay, yeah. so typically... Your opinion. It is a phenomenally full beard. I mean, just, I mean, <laughs> like me, I can't do that. Even my, my, my sideburns, they phase out, and I have to do this, like chin strap looking thing and it's not great mustache i could do that beard not so good every brewer that i've met has not just like a nice beard we're talking like well-groomed at least i don't know eight to ten months worth of growth full (laughs) well-trimmed you know kept in a nice form on the sides full in the front a well-blended short mustache i mean just phenomenal i gotta give you guys props thank you and honestly it's on 95% 95% of you guys that I've met so far. <laughs> uh, a f- usually a backwards flat bill cap of some sort or like like a track cap of some sort that's like backwards, hiding the beautiful quaff of hair that you guys are all hiding <laughs> under there that's in a nice little top knot that you would never know like because the sides are trimmed up nice. Like, oh, he's got like a nice, well-trimmed well, I look. Think, I think you're speaking specifically to me on that part. Ma- maybe but the beard thing is, a, is, a, is for it's, some reason a theme. Yes. It's a theme. The beard in the hat is the definitely a the theme hat. for okay. some reason. Now, now, if we wanted to go a step further, and again, depending on which guy, I've seen this on a couple, not on others, but like the boots is definitely a thing too. Sometimes docks, sometimes like a Georgia boot type of thing, but footwear is important, right? Oh, yeah, big footwear time, is big very time. Important. I mean, uh, mostly like, the reason I have mine on now is because I came here pretty much straight from work. Right. Um, and, you know, you need nice steel-toed 
you know, slip resistant, right? Solid leather boots, uh, and, and Doc Martens are great for that. Um, if I, it's strange because I don't, I don't go a lot of places that I that that are aren't right after work, right? Um, and so, like, say I, you know, go to dinner with the with the fiance. I go home and I shower and I change and I go out and it's strange to not be in my work attire. Uh, but yeah, the, the beard, the, the hat and the boots <laughs> yes. are kind of like, it seems it's almost a like a standard, <laughs> yeah, standard dress code. So yeah. you, but you guys aren't reading like the same like guidebook, right? No, like this so. is a whole different thing. Like you guys, <laughs> I don't but think so. maybe it just has to do with the fact that you guys all come from a similar place and that you're good people. You're, you're no nonsense. And yet, super hospitable i don't know if there's something to that or not um, well sure but, yeah i'll take it but josh also too is that we we do need to breed we need to need to meet more brewmasters this well, is true yes yes well that's you guys had true. you guys met you guys know Corey. yeah, well, yeah. he's yeah he's yeah that's a good point. clean shaven with short hair and jack yeah right? well, he's got a little no, bit of that mohawk long, going exactly. on exactly yeah. and that thing is yeah. Yeah. you know yeah, that's top too but then let's say like colin right colin over yeah yeah dying breed this is a good point he's got a beard but it's not he changes his facial hair a lot he does he'll go just the stash he'll go big beard and he'll go clean shaven that's see that's and that's so, a guy after my own heart because yeah. being a chameleon is what yeah. i do because i this is the greatest thing that. the greatest thing now is that you know now me and have long locks everybody's just like but oh we're all generally gosh. wearing a hat that's very this, true yeah. but, all and always backwards hat, yeah. always yeah. backwards yeah, and it's usually a snapback it's not a fitted it's yeah. usually a snapback and you know even chris down at grains you know yeah. he's got the nice well manicured beard too yeah. i mean it's it's oh yeah and the backwards hat i mean so i didn't know i'm just asking because i've noticed a pattern and i'm very observational so i just had to i just needed to know if that when you guys go to these beer conferences do you guys <laughs> see a lot of people? yeah exactly like, well and that's is there like a, a masonry or like not like a masonry what do they call them? Freemason free deal where like you guys all get together <laughs> well, so and like it's get a brands and shit or no you, ha- you you have to measure your beard and okay for every yes. quarter of an inch longer that it gets uh-huh you gain like Half a percent of efficiency. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds right. That sounds right. I love. Well, it. and I, you know what the greatest thing too is? It's, it's always there's always a really they're always wearing really good, nice printed T-shirts. Exactly. No matter what Great it is, Great printed either, T-shirts. Yeah, either of, of graphic of, tees uh, or yeah, or from nice either, scenes. Yeah, from from a hop company, from a grain company. Ninety oh, yeah. percent of my T-shirts are, have been free. Yeah, just because of <laughs> suppliers that give it to nice. us or conferences and they're yeah. giving away swag. Yeah. Nice. yeah. Yeah. Big fan, big fan. Always my, a big fan. Of my that. goal when I started going to these beer conferences that we go to, and I, you know, they give away a bunch of free swag because yeah, you know, what's a ten T-shirts to someone who's going to sell you four thousand dollars in hops, right? <laughs> no, so no. or or a, uh, a, a ten thousand dollar tank yeah, or whatever, tank, exactly. Yeah. So uh, my 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 goal and and uh, I I followed this from TK actually because he he told me this first and I said oh that's a great idea I want to try that is to be able to clothe myself. For like a week straight in shirts that I didn't pay for, <laughs> and I think I can do it like three weeks over now. So yeah, that's, good. that's good. That's yeah, good. That's pretty cool. Yeah, yeah, that's pretty cool. Okay, so we uh, we've got a big event coming up, and it's the Oakdale Rodeo. I think mm-hmm. the Oakdale Rodeo is very. I don't want to. I'm not even biased. Like I've heard it even before I became an Oakdalian. Was that the Oakdale Rodeo? People, no matter where you go somebody has heard of the Oakdale rodeo Mm -hmm. because of, uh, you know, the time off and the uncertainty during COVID it was canceled last year. It got postponed this year. They're actually holding it in August now. And 
they're doing it at nighttime, and I think it's a to great avoid, idea to avoid the heat. The is heat that why they're doing it? Yeah, well, yeah, yeah it's for the sense. for the animals. Yeah, uh, because oh, yeah, sure. yeah, oh, you yeah. got to you got to realize that that obviously running animals in in early mid morning heat is not going to be good idea, for the animals. No. So that, that that makes sense. Yeah, yeah. and it's, sure. yeah, and it's well, and also I mean, got to think about the the people too. I mean, you can't stick people out there when it's a hundred degrees and. Give them a bunch of beer, right? <laughs> no, that's yeah. probably not yeah. great. They there might be some some some, some paramedic calls. Yeah, I'm yeah, just saying, exactly. Which it happens anyway too, Regardless. like during the normal time. Exactly. Because well, it doesn't it doesn't fail? Like usually, yeah. even in April, when yeah. it's been you know chilly and rainy, it, and, it, and rainy, and then rodeo weekend hits and it's hot it's as hot Satan's taint outside, yeah. and yeah. you're like, what? Why? Why this weekend? Mm-hmm. So they're doing it at night this week. And I want to yeah. ask you guys, I mean, do you guys have any good like Oakdale rodeo experiences that you could uh, share on the, on the podcast? Because every time that I've gone, I've usually been buzzed by about nine 30 in the morning, <laughs> starting from the parade, parade, usually ending at H bar B yep. and, uh, and you know, enjoying the, the shenanigans that happen there and then coming back for the festivities yeah. later. Do you guys have any, any any memories or anything that you want to talk about to like prep this thing to build up the momentum that we're getting into with this, uh, uh, this rodeo? So I've been in Oakdale since 2012. Okay, um, and I enjoy what watching the uh, rodeo, like the actual rodeo events. Right. You know, like I've 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 did the drink at 9 a.m. and go to the parade and then go to HRB and you know fight over Bloody Marys kind of yes. thing. <laughs> it wasn't my favorite though, you know. But watching <laughs> watching the actual rodeo events is what I really enjoy. Um, however, though, after like the first or second year I was here and I watched it, I kind of, I kind of got really annoyed that so many people are in town. <laughs> yeah. It is a strange occurrence. And I mean, so, it is nice to see the various variety of buckle bunnies running around. You know, that's always been enjoyable. Well, and, it, and it's a big boost to all our local businesses, For right? Because sure. oh, people yeah. got to eat and drink somewhere. Yep. Um, but I've, I've done my best to not be in town for the rodeo the last couple of years really? just because it's just it's too much traffic and too much yeah. people and i'm not i mean now in my you know early 30s i'm not gonna go to a bar on a rodeo friday night it's just i don't i know i'm not looking for that kind of crowd sure um, yep. and it's worked out really well because uh my fiance kendra's birthday is the second weekend in april generally okay and when yeah. is rodeo normally yeah, makes sense second week. so i was like hey i gotta leave town anyway this is perfect we can go do something else that's a lot more fun and that isn't annoying at least to me in terms of once again just the people in town it's right insane. Yeah. right it's yeah. wild the event itself i like watching yeah. um so yeah so I, I try and get out of town and and you know we for the before covid obviously when they moved it you know we would go do something just the two of us for her birthday and celebrate it that way. And just now like, you don't have excuse, Walt. Well, now you have no excuse. Because um, aren't you guys uh, putting up a tent at the rodeo this this year? I don't know. No? I, have, I don't know. Okay, I, know I thought there was talk about that. Maybe I'm wrong. We did something at the 4th of July. That's right. Celebra- 150th okay. anniversary. Maybe that's what I'm thinking of. Um, I don't... I, I, Coors is a pretty strong hold on the rodeo <laughs> bar. <laughs> yeah. Okay. We've got a really strong hold on the rodeo bar. Um, that's right. But, you know, our tap room is open. You know, we're going to be open on that Wednesday, starting that Wednesday, you know, for the Cowgirl Luncheon. And uh, we'll be open the rest of the weekend. Good. Um, good, and, good. you know, we, we're we downtown, so we get a solid crowd, and, and we get a good wonderful. we get a good amount of people down there. And, and you know, that's 
that's that's fun for our tap room. One of the perks of being downtown yeah. for sure. And now that there's another big restaurant that's moved in, it's going to generate more, you know, walking crowd, and that's going to be great for you guys. So, yeah, I'm I'm excited to, to try that place out here pretty soon. And yeah, get a reservation yeah. and have some dinner there. Good to end. see what that's all about. Uh, what about you? I mean, dude, your wife is a literal cowgirl, so yeah. you know. So I mean, let's just go over the timeline of Edward and his local <laughs> uh, radio experience. This could be a podcast in and of its own. It could be, yeah. Um, yeah, of course, obviously starting as young and usually, you know, not of drinking age, Oakdale Radio is like the greatest time in the world exactly. because usually it's you can get away with free, a lot free pass to it. Yeah. So we've, we have enjoyed plenty of times at the rodeo, usually in the beer garden, mm. but also yeah. watching the rodeo every once in a while too. Um, what I have enjoyed with, and like you said, Walter, as you get older, you want it. I mean, that was the fun time going to the bar when you're young and, and getting, I mean, it's just oh, wall to wall people. When I moved we here and I was 22, yeah. it was awesome. Yeah, no. And that's a nice. thing. That's awesome. And, and like with any other events that we've been to, you know, we've been, you know, going to concerts or going to big events and there's just wall to wall people. It's just cool. But when you get older, it's like, uh, I could kind of skip that, which is it been nice now, like especially having all the breweries in town. Now you know that when you go to the breweries, they're probably going to be pretty full, not packed like the H bar is. Yeah, or, yeah, or even yeah. the overflow goes to, shout out to old Charlie at the at the cow track, right? That's kind of the, that's the another big spot to go to and, and everybody has a good time. But it's usually pretty packed, you know. Um, obviously love it that that, that this, this this city is, is, sta- is staple into the, uh, cowboy culture and the fact that it is on the PRCA uh, tour yeah, yeah, and that's a tour it's, stop, yeah. it's a tour stop and so and it's been awesome to see like obviously going to the the, the parade it's it's very very fun time for the for the town itself it's it's, it's our big event in in town um, but like I said now I've come to as with age and wiser now it's 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 been fun for me to enjoy the rodeo uh, also like what you said Walter sometimes. You know what? Let's just get out of town. It's it gets a little heavy. Let's go somewhere. You know, let's go somewhere else and and enjoy somewhere. You know, just kind of get out of town. The thing is now, obviously, you know, being married to my wife Kelly, uh, her birthday does fall also on that uh, weekend, and right. usually coincides. Oh, it? So it it coincides with her birthday, and now When's it's Kelly's birthday. Uh, it's April 9th. April 9th. Oh, yeah. Okay. So it's usually right there, and so now that's become another event, which it's nice because then you could throw a nice birthday party at the house and invite people over whether you go to the rodeo or not at least yeah. it's a kind of it's a house party and that's what most of oakdale does they open up to these uh house parties which you know paul paul is it falls on his birthday as well this year on mm-hmm. august 14th right that's and right so and they're yeah. having like a house party and a okay. pool party and a stuff so that's cool for it. Yeah. Um, we did not Shout build up Skifter. the road he said do you want to build it up and get us excited and we did we did the opposite kind of we're like do something yeah. else and yeah. uh, do something else yeah <laughs> So <laughs> they get enough traffic, they don't need our help. But yeah. it is kind of cool because it falls in a different time of year. That whereas you know guys like Ed and I who are gearing up, getting ready for you know going dark for the next eight weeks of our lives, yeah. ten weeks yeah. of our lives yeah. with harvest. It's cool that we've got now this one final hurrah where we yeah. can like sow our wild seeds and and uh, well, sow our wild oats and mm, and yeah, well Edward, well maybe not Ed so much yeah, but yeah, maybe maybe Josh I don't know but yeah you brought up the Oakdale Radio page on and look at this I mean this is back in what forty five yeah forty five and they're I mean you look at this these are the same rows that we're oh, going man. down today but yeah. the timeline started is in nineteen forty five that's yeah. wild look at that dude yeah. it's cool this town has so much history and it's yeah. so. Um, 
originated and formed around this cowboy culture. It's yeah, It see, just makes it cool, man. See that down there? The Clover Roundup was the only rodeo hosted to the Oakdale Saddle Club grounds in the 40s. In 48, John Bowman and John Markham promoted a professional event called the Oakdale Stampede. That's cool, because that's what they call the youth football team exactly. here now. Exactly. Stampede. Yeah, that's yeah. Stampede, right. Look at that. That's history. Yeah. Uh, history. No, and it was, it, was, it was, I think, the original, I guess, if you go, if I went to the Oakdale Museum website, it's been steeped in a lot of tradition too, because even before this was even a town, it was a lot of the Mexican land grant and stuff like that, mm-hmm. or the vaqueros, you know, that would come and show off their skills mm-hmm. before it actually became a vaqueros. A, yeah. See, I pronounced Sorry. that. You did, right. you did, yeah. you did, you did. You did a pretty good job, man, um, and you got it right in yeah. context too. Very surprised, and very impressed. You've come a long uh, way. Yeah, see right there. That's the Coors Banquet. That's yeah. the big sponsor oh, yeah. for the rodeo. Huge, huge. You. So, needless to say, I, you know, obviously, still very excited about this this event. Uh, like I said, it kind of stinks because it's also during my birthday. Is going to be on the tenth, eh, right around there. But also, more importantly. I have a child that it's going to be birthed here very really? soon. Is that happening? <laughs> Your birthday's on the tenth. Yeah, oh, it's God, I remember that it's one coming up in just a matter of four yeah. days. Well, in fact, what do you do if your baby, child is born on your birthday? Well, that's, that's pretty cool. I, that's going to be cool. I, that I do. That is going to be awesome because the due date is the ninth. My birthday is the tenth. Um, it's going to be really awesome. You should make Kelly get induced on the 9th so that it comes on the 10th, just so that you can be less insignificant in your own household. Because you will already be moved to the very back burner as the father. But if it's born on your birthday, say la vida, anything important for you. I'm pretty sure if if the baby wants to survive, I have to be a very big part of it. So, you know, that. But. no, I mean that's it's awesome in its own right. I will this will be a day that I will remember for a long time, obviously, because my child is gonna be born in and around my birthday. That's pretty cool. But then also the fact that this is the one year that Oakdale Rodeo is coming yeah. in that time. Yeah. And it's funny because it's always Kelly's birthday. Now it's my birthday. So huh. in my own right, obviously I'll probably celebrate by sneaking a cup of Coors uh, OGs into yeah, the into baby, the, some yellow bellies into the, the, the can of the bottle. Yeah, exactly. yeah, do the bottle, right? Uh, you got a good bottle. The yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. You and, mentioned well, you mentioned the the likelihood of that potentially happening, and that almost happened with us with Carter, who's. Shout out to Carter, the two-year-old upstairs who's probably crying for mom. <laughs> uh, turns two on the eighth, and. He, Kendall started having those fake contractions, those Braxton Hicks, on the 4th, and we thought maybe that was happening. Luckily, it didn't, because I still need to be the number one man in the house. (laughs) But but it's funny, because you just never know. And actually, Um, Kendall and her dad were born a day apart, you know, with whatever the time year span. Oh, wow. Yeah, yeah, it's pretty wild how that's kind of fallen similarly in those regards. I was born fairly close to my mother's birthday. Her birthday is October 9th. I was born on the 21st of October. Okay, so you were right but, there but too. But my dad was born in March, so yeah, that's a bit away. Yeah, that's that's a March 23rd is his yeah. birthday. So. Well, it is cool, and I can't wait for this baby to come for you, Edward. It's oh, yeah. so we're, We've been talking about since the beginning of this podcast. Yeah. The time is finally coming. And Wait, that, wait hold on. Before oh, we move on, I know oh, okay. we want to move on to yeah, another. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, I was going to segue but kind of did, flawlessly. But yeah, anyway. I know. I'm sorry. I'm <laughs> just okay. going to. I'm going to have to put a roadblock because you. Did you have anything wild? I mean, well, there's plenty of wild stories that I'm are. not going to tell about yeah. the rodeo yes. and the yeah, times yes. that I've had because yeah. most of them are not PG-13. Right. They've been very exciting. I think. I think one thing that I can say that was probably, I mean, m- plenty of funny moments. But I think one of the best last one, especially about going to H Bar B, our local saloon, uh, was basically leaving the H Bar B after the rodeo and kind of standing outside smoking and joking. 
and uh, one of our one of our friends <laughs> one of our friend's dads was leaving, and he's like, "Hey, see you, boys," you know, and he he walks to his truck, and then he walks back, and he goes. Hey, uh, do you know this guy that's sleeping in the back of my truck in the bed? And we all walk over there, look over the bed rail. Uh, nope. And he goes, all right. So we all wake him up and it turns out, who knows? I don't even, he was obviously had heavily intoxicated. And no, he was just looking, sleepy. He was, yeah, he was just the looking weather. for a nice. Yeah. But he goes, and it was great because at that, you know, at the time our, our buddy's dad lived way out, way out of town. So imagine if he didn't check his bed and he drove all the way oh home. My I mean, way out God. East Oakdale. Yes. Oh, and man. this guy would have been like, whoa. <laughs> yeah. Where so am I? I want to just share that one because that was one, I think, the last the last kind of moments that we when we were going to H bar for uh for beer beer time and drinking time and that was one that really sticks in my head for and sure. that was it was great <laughs> it was a good one it is funny they the the rodeo weekend has always brought a lot of entertaining <laughs> memories and out of towners uh for me most memorable for me was bringing Kendall up to the rodeo for the first time when we were still in school, you know, coming back to visit oh, yeah. my folks and bringing her back to the rodeo for the first time and giving her a flavor of what Oakdale was about. And, uh, it was one of those things where, you know, I think people had heard of Oakdale for a number of reasons and then having her up here and, uh, and seeing that was kind of cool. It was very early in our relationship. And so obviously it's worked out. I mean, we're yeah. what we've been married <laughs> for 10 years and together for almost 15. So, you know, you think about, you know, that timeline yeah, the rodeo weekend result. brings people together. Yes, or gets people divorced, depending yeah. <laughs> on well, you know, where you fall on that spectrum. Not to not to say that there hasn't been uh, quite epic bar brawls. Oh, uh, for sure. I mean, for there's sure. a lot of I, a lot of I stuff. I remember I was uh, at the H bar B. Can we pop over another less stress? By the way, that was so yeah, good. Yeah, I'd yeah, like yeah, to yeah. repeat. Yeah. Uh, I, got, I got it. Go, go ahead. Go ahead. Yeah. We were uh, so I was at the H bar B and uh, in rodeo weekend, of course, and there was a a bar fight that broke out. And the two participants of the fight, you know, got shoved out the back door. You, you can't come in. You got to leave. Yep. 20 minutes later, they're both at the bar having a beer together. <laughs> they both they both got back in, and they were fine with each other, and they ended up having a beer together. That's so, fantastic. Uh, like, so that's, yeah, he said, it, it brings us together or takes us exactly. apart. It does both. You it know, does, it does both. both at the same time. Now, point. I had heard a rumor, and I don't know if there's any truth to this. I feel like there's one guy that could clarify is Ed, but I had heard a rumor that the Bachelupes, the folks who own H Bar B, used to keep spare windows in the back because people routinely would get thrown out of a window during rodeo Ooh, weekend. Do you I, think, is that just an urban myth or that, is there truth to that? That might be, I don't know. Those are big ass windows. They are big. Yeah, and That's you have what to I'm saying. throw somebody pretty high. Um, that might be, I wouldn't be surprised because there has been numerous, or I mean, even when I was, it or something. well, I and know. I've been young, no, that guys would ride their horses also in, and that might've been huh. of your, uh-huh. but they would ride their horses into the Barbie Obviously, you couldn't do that nowadays because right, yeah. the amount of people and the fact that they exactly. put the greatest thing I always love too about H Bar B. Obviously, shout out to H Bar B because it's just one of the classic yeah. saloons, staples like a staples of Oakdale. Of Oakdale. Yeah. And but the fact is that they put cattle handling gates out front of that the, is to, awesome to, to take care of the the amount of people that are coming in because it's just it's just a lot of more people nowadays. But I've heard stories of that, and I, I'm sure if I I I mean I don't know you, you talk to the old timers, I'm sure they could pretty much attest to the fact yeah. that they that did happen. And I mean, no well, no surprise. I mean, exactly. riding I mean, riding your horse into H Bar B, how how. Uh, 
noteworthy would that be, you know? <laughs> and it should also go without saying, but the H Bar B is directly across from the Oakdale Cowboy Museum, yes. which I think is also pretty cool yeah. with the with the uh, large Oakdale Cowboy Monument, the, oh, the statue but, out front. Yeah. And hey, the by the way, turnaround. I met that lady. Oh, you did that that sculpted that. Really? Yeah, she's still alive. Yeah. Oh, yes. Yeah, no, it turns out. And actually, you know, the new restaurant in town, the, the yeah. Redwood, right. has the smaller statue. She's made a couple of those, too, wow. and oh, some other awesome. ones. That and I met her. Cool. I, you want to talk about random. I'm sitting here burning a brush pile in the, in the back of a uh, in, in the back of the one of the orchards that we had uh, we have taken over. And uh, she's cruising the bank in, in her Kubota, her mule, her UTV. And, you know. She and I'm thinking, oh man, here she's we go. Gonna be, I'm gonna get busted. I'm gonna for get something. busted for burning, <laughs> yeah. and and we, I'm all within the legal rights to burn and burning permit, permit and everything. And everything is good up. in the hood, and I'm not burning. You know, it's a, it's a pretty good size pile, but and then she comes cruising up. And I'm thinking, oh man, I'm and anyway, she goes, oh, I was just cruising around, and I saw I I saw everything was okay, and then I come back to the house, and then I see this big giant fire. <laughs> so I came back. I was like, okay. I said, well, you know, and she, and then we get into this and that, and then she goes, you know, I'm, uh, how it gets mentioned out, she goes, well, you know the statue over there? And I was like, oh, yeah. for uh, uh, oh, Gosh, now I can't Catch even. Glue piece? No, 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 no. no. Uh, the name of it. It's called uh, uh, Yesterday is Tomorrow. Uh-huh. And I, I just popped it off right away, and she looks at me, and she goes, oh, you know the name of it? And I'm like, well, yeah. I mean, I, I, was, I was in, like, whatever fifth grade or whatever when they put it up anyway got to meet her great gal awesome so anyways small side tangent off of that yeah. but to it was Walt's great. point this yeah. guy knows ask for a better podcast <laughs> than somebody who knows everyone within a 50 mile yeah. radius no, Plus, cool. i will say i want to i want to give some more praise to edward here he in the fact that he knows everyone he's he's my guy <laughs> that knows all the guys. Yeah, I don't think I've said this on a podcast before with you guys, but there was a, a Fourth of July, the twenty twenty Fourth of July, twenty twenty, and uh, you know we our neighbors. Um, we've got two kids, uh, teenagers, and they're the Keith's a firefighter, and it just happened that last year he had to work every holiday pretty much, so he was gone on Fourth of July, unfortunately. But they wanted to stay at the house and have a water balloon fight, and good luck trying to find water balloons at any store on the fourth third or fourth of july they're no, all gone they're gone happening. a week beforehand right so and amazon it, sold out. yeah so it just happened that i walked into the last call tap room after having gone to dollar store and gone to cvs and every store in town and no one had water balloons and edward was there which is strange because he's never at our tap room um ever never ever <laughs> especially so, on monday this yeah. is the first the only time ever. Or so we got to chatting and you know he's like oh what's going on I was like, i'm just looking for water balloons you know like we're trying to you know have a barbecue and water balloon fight back at the house for fourth of july <laughs> and he uh he said well let me make a phone call this is the first thing he said <laughs> and i said like okay are you busy i understand i didn't you know you got work going on but no he he wanted to make a phone call to get me water balloons. That is awesome. So he came back in and he said, if you want to take a, a, a drive with me, I'll get you some water balloons. <laughs> so we went out to uh, it was, it was, it was James's, James's house. Yeah, yeah. James's house. And he's, yeah, he says, yeah, you want water balloons? I felt like I was doing something kind of dirty because <laughs> we rolled up. A little sketch. Yeah, yeah. And, you know, he, and you know, James is there and he comes out and we're, we're talking. And, and then uh, after like a minute, he goes, oh, so you want to, 
You want to see the so water balloons? So you want to see the sash? And he gives me 400 water balloons. You just made two teenage kids Fourth of July. Like yeah. You did awesome. it. And so, you know, we were hanging out. And, of course, James being the the great person he is, like, oh, don't worry about it. You know, give me a beer or something later. And so, uh, anyway, and so Ed's the guy I go to when, <laughs> when I need a guy because that, he knows everybody, that, you know? He, he knows you know, he's, He well, knows he, everyone. Didn't he make the connection for your guy's wedding for chairs and tables yeah, or something? Yeah, yeah, we were, <laughs> So, again, yeah, same comes thing. through in the clutch, We were right? sitting in the top room. Yep. And I think we I was just, there when yeah, that was going down. We were down, just chatting but, about, uh, you know, what we had going for the wedding in October, and you know, said, well, we've got the photographer, we've got the food, we've got the DJ, we've got, you know, all this set up. We're just, you know, we're looking for tables and chairs. And he's like, all right. And then I think it was uh, the next day you called me or you texted me and you said, I think I got tables and chairs for you. And yeah, and so great. that's, that's going to happen. His only yeah. payment is fellatio. So if you can make that happen, then it's, it's, it's solid. I mean, no. it's a very small I'm an, price. I'm an pay. amateur, but I, I'll give it my best shot. <laughs> abs, 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 absolutely not. It that was, was a lie. I'm no, sorry. It worked out. It was, it, no, was, it worked out really well. It man. worked out really well. Was, and, and Walter did, he I'm did. It was great. I did get a couple beers. I, I have oh, to yeah. say, I so I did. I told no. Jake. Uh, I yeah. told Jake. Hey, when Ed comes in, I did Get give a him a number. Yeah, he gave he him did. a number. Yeah. <laughs> I did, I said, I I said, but I did. Yeah. And you know what? But I did not take fully advanced. I didn't go crazy with that. It I was greatest thing. It took I even, a lot longer yeah. than I thought it would for you to get there. <laughs> and exactly. And I shared some of those beers yeah. with yeah. With, with me. With yeah, with yeah. you. So I, I said, was a yeah, with I whoever Jake, I was hey, with. Yeah. Run at a tab. Yeah. Don't let him pay for anything until it. When it reaches this number, let me know. Yeah. I'll come in and pay it. Love that, yes. but just don't even tell him. Just tell him he, nice. he doesn't gotta pay. Hey, nice. you know what? I, I, I just try to give back a little I bit. I love it. Man. And you know what? And I never try to promise anybody anything, but it's yeah. like, hey, I'll let me see if I got I can do, and you know, whatever we can work out, even if it was for payment or something like yeah, that. Yeah. At least just, I, just, at you least know I, a guy who could at least I could, me. Yeah, yeah, I could, right. I could get it exactly. for you, and it, it and uh, anyway, it I, it's it's one of my. I'll have to say this: it's one of my heartfelt things to do is to just help people pro- help people provide yes. oh, yeah. or, or just make a connection i don't it don't matter to exactly. me i mean it's it's if and if it doesn't work out you know i tried whatever but it don't matter it, to me i the happiness on the face of somebody that you've helped out is exactly. is worth Speaks any amount of spots. beers exactly money. Nope, that that whole, all that says to me is that guy's gonna be a hell of a dad <laughs> that's what that hey. says to me yep. be a great dad yeah. and as we provider. as before i put the roadblock in before yes we uh, have been talking about this right right so we may very well recognize that this could be one of ads last in person uh, podcasts we do for a little while we have not forgotten about the hoisters. And one of the things that is very important as Ed goes into this next chapter of his life and becomes a father is putting our listeners on the forefront of our priorities and understanding that uh, Ed is is the better half of the show. He's uh, he, he brings so much to the table. This is quickly becoming like the are your pants like on or what, what's going on? Popping a half he's got his shoes off. He's got his shoes off. He's ready to rock. I'm, I am comfy, but I am being showered with praise right now, and I, 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 I will take it. Well, <laughs> you deserve it. He's got a birthday coming up. We love Ed. I love Ed for a number of reasons. Yeah, I he and I Ed. have a love real special connection that's even grown even more over these last couple of months that we've been doing this. We've gotten to know each other on a really different level which i come to really appreciate not just our friendship but our brotherhood in a number of ways and so anyway that being said uh understanding that ed's a very critical part of the show trying to continue to um follow this path to 
to give back to the listeners. And so we've talked about how are we going to keep things running, you know, while you're out of commission for a little bit. And so we've reached out to a number of people. I've talked to Greg Borba, who was on the first episode that we ever put out. He's agreed to come on a guest host in, in, in whatever way that we need to. Uh, we also thought that we would do a, uh, a follow-up uh, safari episode mm-hmm. with the Longstreth boys and Jimmy Blaze, who didn't get to be a part of the first one. Um, and we want to keep this thing rolling. And we've got the ability to bring Ed in on Zoom. So while he's, you know, leaving the baby on on uh, on sleep mode uh he can he can uh dump a few heavies into a glass as he's as he's chiming in we'll try to keep our our uh, our, our our spicy words to a minimum uh but we will make sure that we get him involved in that regard as well and then you mentioned that you have talked and reached out to maybe a few people well, who are was, interested in no, guest hosts as well, well it right? wasn't even that it came up very organically and naturally actually right before i came here when i was talking to one of our well <laughs> non you haven't heard him yet no, yeah. you haven't heard him yet. Right, but we've mentioned him a couple times. Uh, James Postman, which he he was in on the one where he That's was true. in the peanut gallery, yes. but right. he didn't get the full effect of who James exactly. Postman is. But I was just talking to him about how, oh yeah, you know, this might be the last one, this and that. And he goes, he looks at me, he goes, uh, "Can I host?" <laughs> I said. Well, I'm sure it would be no problem to get you in as a guest host. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> so. Absolutely. We've we've established a lot of... Uh, oh, Walter. we've got another volunteer. volunteer. Yes. <laughs> yes. If you guys need someone to come and talk and hang out and drink a beer, too, I'm, I mean, I can make that sacrifice. That's an easy sell. I can make that sacrifice, guys. Yeah, it's good. not. It's not going to be hard to find a replacement for your seat. It will be hard to find a replacement for your candor and your wonderful commentary. It. it but listen... It could be a month. It could be a month and a half. We don't know. I mean, yeah. it could be a couple of weeks. We it's just like this is one of the things that when you become a father for the first time, there are so many things that change in such a short amount of time that you don't know what you don't know. Mm-hmm. And so we want to be able to continue to put out good content. We want to continue to keep you guys listening. I've heard so many people uh, that I've talked to that have listened to the podcast. And uh, matter of fact, it just came up recently where a guy, a mutual acquaintance of both Ed and I, who we've worked with within the industry before, uh, reached out to both of us and told us, I got a text message from him shortly after you did, and said the same thing. He said, listen, I just listened to this episode of you guys. I just got put onto it because I have a very close um, connection with one of your previous guests. And I'm not necessarily a podcast guy, but I listen to podcasts, and you guys have something special going on. You guys have an ability to keep conversation moving. It's entertaining. You guys don't take yourselves too seriously, while at the same time you try to bring in your audience, and I I really appreciate that. So that's the kind of feedback that is helpful. It wants us to continue to go down whatever path we're trying to go down well, and then what, like a like two or three months and then you can have the kid on as a guest right <laughs> sure exactly, yeah. exactly. probably per, being a front pack up, right exactly. spilling beer on his forehead <laughs> or its forehead sorry once again no idea you guys aren't sure yeah, you guys aren't sure don't, don't even know. find yeah. out yeah. Till, you meet, till you meet it right yeah and right. i you know what and even like i said even uh tonight too kelly i have to give gracious thanks to my wife that i you know she was no problem on board with me coming to do a podcast tonight yeah, like what other other in the future, and that fact that we got harvest firing up too, going to be a lot of turning turning cogs and wheels and stuff. And 
yeah. So I mean, it's uh, it's going to be interesting. I I think it's going to be pretty cool. And I was, it was great because when me and Josh talked about it, I he started to bring it up, and I was just like, uh, no, one million thousand percent. Like, there, have somebody else here. I don't. I don't even need to be in on a Zoom. I wouldn't mind if I was especially, you know, a little Shut Kevin. Shut up. You Ke- have to <laughs> chime in every now and again. Even if we get yeah. 15 Kevin minutes Fe- with that. Kevin, right. Kevin yeah. Fever. Right, exactly. But, uh, no, that's cool. And and also, once again, shout out to Hank Postman because he's going to be coming up, I think. And I, ho- I hope I don't miss that if, if he is able to come on. And if not, then obviously I'm going to be on a Zoom because, once again, number one, Number one thousand million percent fan right there, yeah. Hank. The and, best. Yeah. Dude, we yeah. love you, Hank. Thank you for the beers. Yeah. He sent us a, a, a gift package with a butcher shop sign for the Shab and Bassett. He sent us some home brews from him. I mean, the guy built out a list, which we hope to make available to you guys soon, where I can go back and retag a lot of the breweries and a lot of the beers that we've tasted in our previous episodes. Mm-hmm. He's listened to every episode like three times a piece mm-hmm. so that he could generate this Excel spreadsheet for us. Yeah. And I looked at it the other day and I'm like, two things crossed my mind. First of all, <laughs> this guy is a super stud listener. We appreciate that kind of support. Second thing was, holy shit, we've drank a lot of beer (laughs) in the last couple months. And that's just on the podcast. Yes, exactly. Exactly. uh, So thank you, Hank. We love you. We appreciate it. Um, I will do my absolute best to carry the torch while you're gone. I hope so. Um, You're fairly capable, Josh. uh, Well, yes. I would hope that at this point we've established that, uh, you know, I may not be good at a lot of things, but I'm like competent enough to get us, you know, it, well, a little bit closer. You've got so. the community behind you guys. Yeah, as you said, for it's sure. not hard to find a guest host for you. Yeah. Right. Oh yeah. No, I think I'm, I'm. I'm looking forward to uh, one seeing your kid and, and seeing how that works out. <laughs> yep. And two, uh, you know, the Zoom thing. I think will be fun. You know? Yeah. When we have to, like we said, yeah. we've we've always talked about this. How we want to get rolling with that. Mm-hmm. Obviously, also with the YouTube stuff. Yeah. That some do it because I before I sh- cut this thing. Yeah. Which has been mentioned to me. Maybe you should just go. I'm at like four inches right now. Maybe I should go to the full 10 and mm-hmm. or 11 to get the locks of love thing, which right. is been spinning in the back of my mind. But then I, then I also made another bet. It was like, well, if I have a boy, maybe I'll, I'll, I'll cut it off. And then if I have a girl, I'll keep it growing. And I was like, man, I'm just, I'm kind of all over with this thing, but the locks of love thing sounds pretty cool. And yeah, I'm pretty cool sure if they got a, if they got a whole lettuce cabbage patch full of, of this stuff uh, for to make a wig for a cancer yeah, victim or whatever, they, they would be like, mm, they'd be like, wow, we could make like five. If hey, we, if we decide on. to cut my hair for the wedding, because I'm letting my hair grow until the wedding, uh, and then we're going to decide, uh, uh, Ken, well, we, but mostly Kendra's going to decide, does she, does she want to keep it long? Uh-huh. Does she want to cut it short? Does she want to braid? Whatever she wants to do. And if we decide to cut it, that's it's plenty long enough to donate yeah, and that's, yeah, that's that what point i want now. to do such a and good yeah. cause I love i've, it, I've yeah. talked to one guy before that it's done it and he goes hey it's solid like it's that's yeah. cool hopefully obviously you don't know what's going on in the back end hopefully they are yeah. true to what they do yeah. i mean right. we don't yeah. we don't but hopefully they're not using it for kindling in north korea <laughs> yeah jeez <laughs> oh, gosh oh man uh, i did i went there i had to go yeah a little, you had to a you bit. had to but uh anyway no hey we, as long as everybody enjoys the con- enjoy the enjoying the content that's going to keep on flowing, don't worry about if I'm here or not, and I'll be here in spirit if not on a Zoom making my. Yeah, uh, it'll be cool for you to listen as a uh, as like as, a, actual, as a non participant yeah. and, and maybe figure out some feedback and yeah. hey, we could do this. I think that'll be a good thing. Oh yeah, awesome. I might get fired. I'm just saying. <laughs> I might get fired. Well, then where are you going to record? 
That's a good point. That's a good point. I will do my best to, you know, like I said, carry the torch and and keep things going. Like I said, this is a labor of love for me and for you. And Mm -hmm. so, uh, you know, that being said, you're going to be missed for a while. And at the same time, I I mean, it's not even a goodbye. It's just a see you later, potentially. And uh, See you next year. Yeah, I mean, listen, we don't know uh, what's exactly coming up. But what we do know is that things are going to... To keep rolling. We're going to keep having fun. Yep. Keep drinking heavies. Exactly. Yep. Keep hoisting them. Thank you, Walt, so much for coming Thank in to redo this uh, this Can Day number two episode. Edward? I'm happy we got well, to do it before uh, Ed had to take a hiatus. So yeah, that's as I really wanted to do. Yeah, that's awesome. Thank too. you very much for having me. Yeah, that worked out great. Uh, Walter, you got any good final words? I mean, uh, well, I mean, you know, as I said, our our Instagram summer swag contest. Send in those photos of you wearing your last call gear to at last call brewing on Instagram. At Hoist and Heavies, if you've got the Hoist and Heavy yeah, shirt on, yeah. um, you know, uh, we'll take our, our favorite photo and give away a gift card. This coming rodeo weekend, this weekend, the tap room is open. Come by, have a beer, enjoy yourself, bring your friends. Um, and then if you see uh, you see myself, Ed or, or Josh out and around on the street, go ahead and buy us a beer. Hell yeah. <laughs> Hell yeah. No, thank, thank you guys for having me. I thank appreciate it. Thank you so yeah, much. Absolutely. Well, Edward, yeah. what do you got before you take um, off? Yeah, man. I, if this is uh, going to be it for a little while, hey, thank you guys for listening. I'm glad you have participated in this fun, fun, fun journey that we've been going down, uh, learning more about us. I mean, come on, send some stuff in. Do whatever you do. If you want to be involved, cool that's great if you don't just want to listen that's great too hey just keep on checking it out maybe something something even cooler is going to happen down the road you never know but um to all those just be uh be cognizant of who you are and where you're at and uh stop being a-holes on the road number one (laughs) number two hey uh life is life is special life is life is uh is something uh, that should never be taken for granted uh me with a child coming in i imagine that is all going to change because there's going to be somebody more important than me and my wife in our lives and it's going to be awesome no matter what trials and tribulations but also treat your fellow man with dignity and kindness and as you want to be treated come on just please people be be good people good good people enjoy good times have good beer have good wine have good food have good cocktails uh i mean just enjoy the life as it is very good love it uh before we get done i'm gonna miss you it's not like I'm not going to see you. I'm going to pop in. So <laughs> yeah. you better be ready for that. I got to give my unnamed nephew uh, 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 or, or niece a, a, a little bit of love. Uh, to all the hoisters, thank you so much for listening. Hoisting Heavies at Instagram.com, HoistingHeavies.com. Listen to us. We're going to keep this baby rolling. We love you. Goodbye. See you. Bye. Bye, everybody. Later, guys. Cheers. 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 Prost.